2: Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Moto Aftermath Show, episode number 167. We are here, back in studio. The video's back up. The angle is slightly lower. So comment down below if the angle's better. Angle of the dangle, baby. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, yeah! Good God. Oh, yeah. Anyway... As you can tell, it is me and Justin right now. Cole, I think, is coming, but if not, we're calling his ass.
3: Well, it's five fifty nine, so he usually doesn't get here till like right at six. So five after. We, yeah, we are doing this a little bit early.
2: Whatever. It's fine. We'll I'm, just get I'm through, here on time. We'll just get through your 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 very punctual every <laughs> single week. We'll just, just get through the reads, man. I just make everybody look bad. We'll just get through the reads, yes, because you did show up at like five fifteen. It's okay, man. I was in the middle of doing stuff. We had a
3: good we had a good talk. We have, Ble- we have. blew the fucking roof off some stuff. We have rumor mill is heavy. Can can are we gonna are we gonna talk about some of those rumors at the end of the show? Or are we not? We not really. We don't have to tell us who told us those, but we can we can talk about. Something. There's
2: there's one I'll talk about. Okay. The rest of them we're gonna keep under wraps for a while. Okay. <laughs> Makes you want to come back for more, doesn't yeah? It? Doesn't it? Doesn't. It? <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, we are here, episode one sixty seven. <laughs> COVID smoker's cough. Oh, my God. I'm dying so bad. Um, First off, let's start with the new sponsor. Ah. BC Pizza, baby. Yeah, it happened finally. Pizza Patrol. What? What do you want me to say? So, in all fairness, Uh Justin does have something ready for me to say. It's it's super simple. And in typical show fashion, I cut him off, said, fuck it, we'll do it live so that it would not look like we were professional. So, here we are. (laughs) BC Pizza Patrol. <laughs> All right, guys.
3: Uh I'm just gonna say it and this will we'll have it a little bit more tuned in next time. It's uh BC Pizza Plainwell at Seago. Go visit us at 396 Oat Crossing, Plainwell, Michigan, four nine zero eight zero. It's hometown, it's handmade, it's gourmet.
2: Hometown and handmade, and everybody loves something that's handmade. Giggity. Oh, God, you just... <laughs> God. Oh, man, come on. It wouldn't be the show. Oh, uh, I know. Do you guys still own the one in Kalamazoo, too? Yeah,
3: I actually, i uh, got to get that one back going pretty soon, so we'll have both of them going. Oh, has it not been open? No, it hasn't been open. Like, our first week, since we were a lot busier than we thought, we had to take everybody from that location to this one, and <laughs> uh, it's just been bonkers, so we haven't had time, but... Uh, I think we're going to be open in two weeks, so yeah, I got to uh, got to go get that going and start training some people, and so we'll have both locations going. All right, but we're so more f- yeah,
2: we're more focused more focused
3: on the one in Plainwell.
2: So if you live in the Southwest Michigan area, specifically Kalamazoo ish area, there is a location in Plainwell. There is a location in Kalamazoo that is currently not open. Will be open soon. Go check them out. Great pizza. I have had the bread. The breadsticks. Sticks. I haven't had the pizza yet. Uh, I have had the breadsticks They're pretty fucking good So If you guys want a pizza party Hit us up (laughs) (laughs) Oh god God (laughs) Y'all want to have a pizza party We can Uh, get pizza and soda Watch a movie We we don't drink soda On this podcast It's pop
3: We don't Oh yeah that's right We're not from California Yeah it's pop We don't drink pop Dirty pop Pop Unless there's uh, whiskey involved
2: Yes Did that last night too God it is super warm in here Now that these are on Oh! Oh my god Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Wow. This is terrible.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, we're good. We're good. Anyways.
2: Did you break your phone from 2007 yet? No. So that you can get a new one? Did that come out the year that the first iPhone did? (laughs) No. (laughs) Are you sure? This can't... You've had that since I've known you. Yeah. It's from 2014. So you literally got it right before I met you.
3: Yep. Okay. I'm going to just put that right
2: there. Good idea. Anyway, uh, back to our other sponsors. So, as always, TLR Coding's on board with us. Custom powder coating, Sarah coating, vapor blasting, sand blasting. Check them out at dlrcoatings.com. Also, check them out on Instagram. Uh, see all the cool shit we're doing. Uh, Premier custom trailers, still on board with us. Justin, do you need a trailer? Not at the moment, but uh, I know people that do. All right. Do you you want to open a mobile BC pizza? we could get you a trailer for one if uh, i was in a more populated area i'd be all about it think about a mobile bc pizza at redbud dude that'd be insanely busy anyway and hot uh commercial residential premier custom trailers has what you need they work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailer needs sales service parts or rentals they do it all premiercustomtrailers.com. Located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US 131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. How's your phone doing over there? Good. Okay. Are <laughs> you sure? No, I was just letting you, you were going to set it down. Nope. I was just letting you go. I'm, I'm responding to a text. You set it down. You were like, I'm going to set it down. I thought, cool. We're going to be dialed in on the show here. Well, I'm just, and you, I'm just letting you go. I'm, I'm right. Letting, I'm letting you know you're going to be the god of Supercross one day. Also on board with us, JT Cycle. They are your uh, Suzuki Husky... Gas gas dealer located in Battle Creek, Michigan. Check them out, jtcycle.com and the Dirt Bike Depot. Also on board with us today, thedirt-bike depot.com. As always, you can find us on all the major podcast platforms. So Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure to like, subscribe, comment. Always like the comments been going back and forth this week a little bit. Obviously, that's why we have the different angle on the old camera there. So that's solid. Because we got yelled at. Yeah, so we're trying a little different. It's slightly lower, so maybe it'll look instead of like looking down, it'll look just at us. Hopefully, look. I don't. I only have so much time, guys. Okay, I can only do so much in my day, and uh, getting multiple camera angles and everything else is just not part of it. From the time we film the show till the time the show comes out, I have. 12, 24, 36, a little less than 40 hours. And in that 40 hours, I also have to work like 25 of it and sleep for some of it. Yeah. So anyway, I don't have time to do all the angles right now. I'm in the process of uh, We're we're actually, actually, here's a great time. We are looking for people to help us with different media productions for the show. So if you're interested in being a part of the show, you want to get in on the ground level. Uh, as we said before, we pay in nice, crisp high fives and compliments. Um, Sometimes not even compliments. Only from Justin. Uh, we are looking for video editors, photo people, as well as um, uh, we're, we're looking for someone to do TikTok for us. Love it. That's what we're looking for. Which is for. funny because I absolutely hate TikTok. Me too. Well, I don't hate it. I just am not on it. Uh, But we are looking for someone to do that kind of stuff for us. So if you have any of those attributes or think you can do them um, and want to be involved, uh, we can make some stuff happen for you. So make sure to get a hold of us, DM us, email me something, and uh, yeah. Slide into those DMs. Slide into the DMs. Uh, Follow us on all the other major social media networks for us to post stuff. Me and Cole always posting some funny memes. So that's a good time. Memes. And make sure to check out the new fantasy podcast. That's not so much new anymore. We've been doing it all year. Me and Cole, get on the phone. I thought we were going to have you on this week, and everybody just bailed out Thursday well, night. Well, Outdoors is coming, so I'll be back on. Oh, good God. You and the Outdoors. I, Hope I love it. You get your teeth kicked in. Yeah, okay, we'll see. How's that going to make you feel when the guy who's been back into the sport... For five years here, just look, kicks look, the ever living shit out of look, you. In I've had you guys
3: both covered the last two years we've done outdoors. Maybe you'll give me a run for money this year, but I'm not worried about
2: covered it. covered the fuck out of everybody. In Supercross, Supercross.
3: I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit for Supercross. But outdoors, I got this shit dialed. <sighs> and that is only because of my knowledge of local privateers. Because pretty much the All Stars, that's crapshoot. You can just fucking pick somebody and you probably get lucky. I'll be.
2: Morning. Dragging you through the dirt.
3: Although I really hope eventually we get the they get the whole uh, I don't know who it is. Is it Marks? Who's the one that does the whole? Yeah, Marks. Yeah, they need to figure out the whole All Stars like giving better handicaps because
2: I'm gonna be real honest with you. Like Marks doesn't do that. Actually, that is uh, Paraminos. JT and I don't know who else
3: well they suck at it because uh oh boy
2: hot take no I'm just here like, we go. I just think, starting the show off
3: right all right I just think it's dumb where like you give multiple all-stars like the same handicap like the whole point of a handicap is to like go by what they've done every weekend yeah and like how are you gonna give the same guys like four or five guys the same handicap I think that's dumb I know you can only give so many handicaps to so many guys but I just think it's stupid
2: uh, yeah I don't know um why don't you email JT at what no. is it Jason Thomas uh, sixty six at aol.com <laughs> aol, <laughs> AOL. AOL. literally what it is what is this two thousand two yes yes it's literally what it is so God, funny when he puts Gmail. that out there get a Gmail I'm sure he has one of those too but he just prefers everybody sending him the AOL but anyway <laughs> so he never has to check it ever because yeah. it doesn't exist anymore he must check it because that's how he books his VIP tour things uh, which obviously this year isn't a thing but anyway I'd
3: to talk to JT money. Me Be like too. Him and Weege. I don't. I don't give a shit about Mathis. I said that a million times. I don't Here worry. we
2: go, and we're starting
3: early. Ah, dude, he already. We're he, starting early. He was talking mad shit about people on Twitter over the weekend.
2: What kind of mad shit? Now I'm well, we interested. Well, Let's we, talk about. This is the kind. These are the kind of hot takes we need to talk about on this show.
3: Well, are we just jumping straight into the show right now? We're we're in the show.
2: Oh, I thought we were still doing the intro. <laughs> No, we're good. We're oh, all done with the intro. Uh, we got all the sponsors well, in. We're
3: did, good. Did you happen to notice that a certain star rider was not there this weekend?
2: Nate Thrasher, yes.
3: Yeah. Well apparently Mathis like jumped in star shit and was talking shit about Thrasher. Of course he was. Because Thrasher put out a well, I don't know if this was because of the post that Thrasher put out, but you know, he basically said, Hey, like he put on his Instagram, hey, I want to get ready for outdoors. I wish I could see the guys this weekend. And, of course, Mathis just has to go to, yeah, so now all of a sudden, you know, it'd be great to have a two-time winner of the recent round there, but, you know, we're already uh, worrying about eligibility for a rookie year.
2: Shake like, my head. But it, but that's what it is. It like, is. It like, is. whatever the fuck he put out on yeah. Instagram or Twitter or whatever Yeah, that was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. It, it was 100% they wanted his eligibility. So.
3: Oh, yeah. And, and I know that. But my point is, is that it's like, dude, he's a rookie. Like, give the kid a break. Like... He's 17 years old, maybe just turned 18. He got two wins. Let's let's be honest. It was a little unexpected. Uh, I don't blame him. To be honest with you, I really don't. It's not like this is a Jeremy Martin situation where like or a Martín Davalos where it's a little ridiculous because he's been. In the, I don't blame the kid. He's 17 years old. He's got a long time and yeah. a long career. Like what? Do you want him out of the class by his 20? So get he gets feed to the wolves and then has a shit career. I was gonna say I don't. Um,
2: I don't. I don't have an issue with it. Uh, well, I don't either. I don't, have like an I don't have an issue with him doing what he did. Yeah, I have an issue <laughs> here we go I have an issue with the 250 class in general as I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. and my question just always is when is the AMA and Felt going to pull their head out of their ass and get some shit figured out. Like so as far as what? There should be a true feeder series and then a 250 class.
3: Well did you hear the rumor and I guess it's a, an older rumor, oh, but it's gaining traction. It's not yes. for supercross, but it's for outdoors. Yes. It's yes. gaining traction a little bit again, but like because you, and you're not the only person, the feeder class, the whole stock 250, but suspension, whatever. But like, there's a real conversation going on of trying to do a true, I guess you could call it kind of like what the GPs do with their EMX 125 and 250 classes, like a junior class where they're literally at the Nationals, and we kind of talked about this on the last show, where instead of having all these kids that are making the jump to pro that are riding a class at all the amateur nationals, like we're just going to have them show up to all the nationals. We're going to do 15, 20 minute motos and they're just going to earn their points that way. So they're already adapted to doing nationals instead of, oh, hey, we're going to have you go do Oak Hill. We're going to have you go do World Minis. We're going to have to do Mill Creek when it really doesn't fucking matter because you're either going to come out pro when you want to or you're just going to keep, do- kind of like Levi Kitchen. in this situation where, oh, he's going to do Loretta's. No, he's going to go do the first round. And they've been trying to figure out a way to make this a possibility where the A-class, pretty much for all these top-level ne- top kids, they don't have to do it. They don't have to do another year of amateur shit. They can literally go right to the pro nationals, get an idea of what it's like to do the Nationals, be with your factory team, whatever team you're going to. You're in front of the crowd. You're riding the track when it's rough. And you just, you get your start that way. And I know it's a little different than what you're saying.
2: And what. So are we talking like a 125 class or we're talking legit 250Fs? Like a legit 250Fs. Oh, God. Jesus fuck. But the problem is, is that
3: the reason why all these classes over the years, whether it be the one when they were doing the 125 all star stuff or when they were doing the women's class, is they have restrictions on time because of tv so they can yeah. only do four laps so the only way they'll do it though is is if they can figure out a way to do more than four laps which what i say to them is is okay so the last that last hour that we have from the 450 concy yeah to the first mode of the 250s or 450s however they're running it yeah so it'd be 250 we have an hour and they do track prep and they do the opening ceremonies they do all their promos just fucking keep doing your promos have them do that First race, they don't. They don't need. Why do we
2: need to track, track? We don't
3: need to do track prep. This is pro that's nationals. A, These are the best guys t- in the world. Terrible like, excuse. Why, why do we? Why do we care? We can. We can get the moto in, and then guess what? You really want to make it hard for him? You know what your second moto is? The last moto of the day, right after the last four fifty or two fifty moto, when it's rough as shit. There's no traction in the dirt. Great way to learn how to ride a pro national track before you're ready why, to go. Why
2: do we even have to do? Two?
3: Well, you why can't they you just do one? Ha- you don't have to. You just do one. But you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like, that's what their excuse is. Oh, we don't have time because of TV restrictions. No, you, you got enough time. Yeah. There's, and, and, there's and, plenty and, of time. And, we don't need to track prep. And you know what the thing is? If nobody's there watching on the last race, because let's be honest, some people start leaving early, which I don't blame them. Like it's a long, it's hot, it's a long day, you're drinking, whatever. Who cares? That they don't they don't need to have people watching this race. I don't think it needs to be a two moto. I think it only needs to be one. Well, I don't really care. I, I think that it's a great because let's be real, for a lot of these kids, like Levi kitchen. For a Matt LeBlanc for chance Hymus, Jet Reynolds, none of these kids really give a shit about these amateur nationals. Mm-hmm. They're like they're just doing it because they're contracted to do it, and they can't jump pro yet. We just need to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Like feed them to the wolves. That's what they do in Europe. you know yeah. you you get you get your national series for these European guys, which they go doing their stuff. But their real jump into the factory stuff is at the actual Grand Prix.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Why don't we have that here? And we wonder why, we're second best in the world when it comes to motocross because we don't have our up and coming kids. We may be the best in Supercross, we've proven that. Mm-hmm. But this is, people wonder why we get we get our asses kicked every year when we go do when we race outdoors. It's because we're not grooming these kids the right way anymore.
2: Well, and, and, we just don't care about motocross.
3: Yeah, but that's but that's my point though. But see, the, that's the thing though is, is we don't care. But. We do care when it comes time to, oh, we just got our asses handed to us by the Euros. Well, yeah. So it's like we don't care 99% of the year. But then when we go race them and we get our asses handed to us, everybody's like, well, what the fuck happened? Well, you know what happened. You, you know what happened. So you can't, if you really don't care, then don't say anything when we go get beat every fucking year when we race the MX of Nations. Yeah, Because if people really didn't care, they wouldn't say anything about it. But we hear it all the time. Everybody's
2: like, well, I don't know what happened. How do we get beat? You, you know how we got beat <laughs> yeah i mean it's a thing for like two weeks and then it goes away it is but it we're like supercross is like months like there's yeah. months leading up there's months after it. i mean supercross is supercross is uh uh recharged or t- time in the time in the spotlights much longer than disnations nations is always kind of like a kick in the gut but it's only like a single kick in the gut well
3: it's a kick in the gut but you you know the you know the people that isn't it, it it's not a kick in the gut, but you know the people that is a kick in the gut for that really hold on to it. Your boy Zach Osborne, he yeah. he doesn't he doesn't like getting beat. That that dude, uh, everybody knows who watches the show. I'm not a Zach Osborne fan, of, but I've always told you the one thing I admire about him is his bulldog mentality, his grit, his love of this country, how much he
2: actually cares. Can we talk about how good that number one plate's gonna look on his bike all summer? Yeah, whatever. Well, well, he's gonna have, that, well yeah, he's gonna have the number one plate, especially in that red background. Yeah, well, that's gonna so go away good. quick. Anyway, so good. He
3: uh he doesn't like it when we get beat he takes that shit to heart yeah so that should tell you right there that you still have one of the best guys in our country that gives you shit about motocross the national champion from 2020 that's a big deal to him mm-hmm. so I don't understand why everybody else is like ah whatever it just it's it's annoying to when I see one guy and I don't even like the guy but yet he takes it personal when we get our asses handed to him because you, you think that when he went to or uh what was it? Assen. When he went to Assen and he got fucking worked, you think he was happy about it that the whole time? Hell no.
2: He was pissed. Most time when people go to the ass, they're pretty happy. <laughs> but I, I think we should do that. I don't understand
3: why we we don't have that going on. Like it's pointless to me.
2: I think we should do it on 125s that are all set up the same. I think Yamaha should produce them. I think it should be a Yamaha 125 spec class. 12 rounds, all these amateur kids, top 40 amateur kids in the country get invited to it. Well, <laughs> you want to know another another rumor that I heard Be nope. talking about that? You spend way too much time
3: on Vital. No, it's not. It's Well, it's not from Vital. It's from people that have nothing to do with Vital. The rumor on that, and that's actually been a thing too, make it in a 125 class, but basically there'd be a kickback to the manufacturers because mm-hmm. it'd be a true national series for the 125 class yeah (laughs) so we know that ktm gas gas husky yamaha are the only manufacturers that still produce brand new two strokes like there's other ones over in europe and stuff but like those are the main four that we that people pay attention to so obviously suzuki honda kawasaki they haven't done it for a long time did you know that there was a thing going around when that was actually becoming a possibility for doing the 125 stuff that having a kickback to the manufacturers that honda yamaha and kawasaki or not yamaha honda kawasaki and suzuki actually threatened to pull out of the nationals if they did that good let because em. they'd be so pissed off that they weren't getting a kickback and people go well you're the ones that don't make two strokes so why the hell do you give a shit i say good let them like when i heard that i'm like are you shitting me if y'all want to cry about it go ahead that's exactly what i said i was Take like your are you kidding and me? cry
2: the rest of us are going to enjoy the racing
3: I just heard that and I'm like, you you got to be kidding me. Like, why do you care? You don't make two strokes anymore. So, why does it fucking matter? Oh, because you're not getting let in on the Cool Kids Club and getting <laughs> a kickback
2: for something you don't do. Here's a little secret to Mr. Honda, Mr. Kawasaki, Mr. Suzuki. You guys are now the minority. Oh, it's, you were the awesome, majority. Man, you guys are now the minority who doesn't make two strokes anymore. Well, so Well, speaking of that, they're
3: also not looking. Did you have you seen the. Um, <laughs> The, and while wow, we're getting off track with shit, but have That's you okay. seen, have you seen the contingencies for outdoors yet? 8.3 mil. Yeah. But have you seen the breakdown of each? Who's no, getting what? I
2: assume Kawasaki's is big.
3: Kawasaki's is the biggest, right? Okay. No, Kawasaki. Yeah. No. I think Gas Gas is actually the biggest. Really? Weird. I, th- I think it's either Kawasaki or Gas Gas. So if it is Kawasaki that I think Gas Gas is second. And I think Suzuki obviously is, is going to be the lowest. It goes like Kawasaki or Gas Gas, and then like KTM, Husky, Yamaha, Honda, whatever. Like Honda and Yamaha are pretty close. But Gas Gas, aside from, because I think you're right, I think Kawasaki is number one. Aside from them, their payout is almost as big as the other manufacturers, like Honda, Yamaha <laughs> combined. How pathetic is that, that? The newest, and I say newest, but it is newer, the newest brand is putting out more money than the big 4 other than one of them like the the OGs manufacturers mm-hmm. like i find that so
2: pathetic. Austria Austria is coming to eat their lunch, dude. Wow, yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're well, yeah. So this is this is something genius that i didn't realize and i don't know maybe you realized it and i'm just a fucking idiot, but i was listening to some podcast this week and i can't remember which one it was where they pointed this out. So gas gas is like the entry level brand for the Austrian companies. Yeah. Okay? So that's like the cheap, quote-unquote, cheap brand of the companies. Yep. And then you go up to KTM and Husky are the more elite brands. And I'm just going, this is fucking incredible. Like, I've never thought about doing that in the power sports industry. I mean, you look at all the car manufacturers, they all did it, you know? Chevy, was the intro brand and Cadillac was like the, you know, it was always the Cadillac of cars. Whoa, you and know, like whatever. Ford and Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, why do these fucking other companies not do that? Well, number one, okay, I'll just put it out there. They're stupid. <laughs> well, they're I small minded. They're small a, mind. I almost said it in a different way that in 2021 would not be acceptable. Yeah. They're small minded. They're stupid. Yeah. They are stupid. The fact that Honda... Well, Suzuki, uh, Suzuki's irrelevant. I'm not talking about Suzuki anymore. The fact that Kawasaki and Honda no longer make any sort of 125 two-stroke. Mm. You've seen everything that happens. I mean, dude, the Yamaha two-strokes have not changed since 2003.
3: Well, and the crazy thing is, is they're still considered the best. You
2: want to know what they changed on them? The bodywork. Yeah, they've done that every five years. So why don't you all just dust off the old blueprints from 2007... And start cranking them bad boys out again and just fit it with some different plastics.
3: And the yz two stroke is still one of the most high-selling bikes of all time.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you could pull out, like Honda and Kawasaki, you could pull out their two, 2007 schematics, start making everything exactly the same, put a modern body work on it, modern set of handlebars, and a modern seat cover, and boom, you're in. Well, the thing is, and too, you're making money with next to zero design effort
3: right now. There's a lot of guys at Honda and they come from the MotoGP side of things that are are obsessed with two strokes a lot like just let me set the scene for you. And this is going to sound a little bit exaggerated, but like, OK, so like say this is say this is the Honda, the Honda facility, yeah. like wherever in Japan, the Honda facility. Yeah, is. you got all this. How many ever square miles it is? It's fucking huge. So you have all the different stuff. You got the bike side, you know, the dirt bikes, the road bikes, the UTVs, the cars, all that kind of shit. You got all their testing stuff. But like, pretend on all the way other end of the building, underground, there's a little <laughs> bit of a, like a layer. And, the, and this, like I said, this is gonna sound exaggerated, but I'm trying to paint my picture here. There's a there's a group of guys right now at the Honda facility that are two stroke fanatics and that are figuring out a way to break back into get all the fucking top execs get them out of there when their contracts run out. They want to bring two strokes back because they come from the GPs, the MotoGP side of things. So these are the smart, smart people that know how to do shit. Mm-hmm. And they want to bring two strokes back to Honda. Hmm. And this has been like, I guess, like a 10-year plan. So we're looking at like 20. So this has been going back to like 2015. So like 2025 to 2026. Okay, They are legit trying to figure out a way to get some of these people that all they care and money is obviously the biggest thing, but like they have a different look on how to present things. They want to get two strokes back. They want to br- because that's the thing. People forget this: the Honda CR two fifty two stroke is the most winning bike if you go through all the eras of all time. Like it has more championships than any other actual bike. Not we're not talking about riders. We're talking about just the two fifty Honda two fifty two stroke in general. If you talk about the eighties, the nineties, and through Carmichael's era, yeah. has almost m- more championships. Than any other just bike hmm. ever, and if you call out in the GPS and all that kind of different shit, and Honda knows that, hmm. so Honda, we kind of know, especially being Honda guys, how Honda fanatics are. Like mm-hmm. Honda, Honda fanatic, Honda fans, Honda consumers are probably the most diehard, crazy, fucking people. Yes, we are. when it comes to yes. So just imagine the Honda two-stroke guys that are buying all these old, whether they're doing the the Evo vintage stuff, the Super Evos, they're buying the 80s, the 90s bikes, they have the 2007 CR250, whatever. Think about how much they would pay if you told them in 2025, we have a brand new Honda 252 stroke, brand new engine design. I would have a
2: deposit on it yesterday.
3: That's my fucking point, dude. They would pay buku bucks for that bike. Mm -hmm. They don't care how much it is.
2: I can't afford it, and I would have a down payment on one i'd be like i want the first one
3: so there are actually honda guys right now that are trying to figure out a way to make this happen because they think it's absolute bonkers that honda doesn't produce a two-stroke
2: i mean i just don't get it okay i don't know i don't know about kawasaki
3: and suzuki i don't i don't know suzuki
2: doesn't have the money suzuki, i don't know why kawasaki suzuki, i heard like two years ago they were trying to make a kit so yeah. that you could buy the 250 Yeah, but it's put like put a 125 car. but it's like it. a kit car it's not a well, real
3: it's it's basically it's doing an a option ser- it is but it's not. But it's not like a true like. Hey, this is better like, than nothing. Yes, I completely agree. And I don't know what Kawasaki's deal is. I don't yeah. know what their excuse is. But the thing is, is that if Honda did this, oh my god,
0: mm-hmm. it, it,
3: it. I can't imagine how much they would probably sell out before they even got the fucking units in this
2: country. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I just don't get it. I see. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Wow, we got way off track though. It's a good time, though. Yeah, that's okay. It was good It was good talking about it. Um, okay, so let's get on to Salt Lake City 2 here in the end of Supercross. Where would you like to start with last night? I'll tell you what. We're going to start at 250s because we're, we're, I, I want to start right off the bat. That first heat race. The, uh, the east?
3: With Jalik Swole and, and McAdoo and Hunter? Uh,
2: yes. Or west, I'm sorry. West. Yeah, the, the West, West guys. Yep. Almost yeah, man. Right off the bat. <laughs> I'll give
3: credit to Jalik, man. I shit on him for a long time, and I said I wasn't going to do that anymore with Supercross. No, no.
2: We got back up farther than that. Oh, okay. Back what? up f- earlier in that first heat race. Okay. What was the first thing that happened? What was the first thing that
3: happened? Oh, when Hunter took Cooper wide. In the oh,
2: corner. buddy. <laughs> that happened, and I was like, it's fucking on. Do
3: you think that that's going to especially even when in Fortner uh, do you think that this is gonna transfer over to outdoors
2: um I don't know about transfer because I don't outdoors. know
3: what Hunter's like I know that it's because oh he was battling he was trying to get in his head like he knew that mathematically he was still in it but there was really no way he was gonna win that title so I know that that was a part of it but like I don't know if there's actual beef between him and Hunter or Hunter and Cooper I know that you know Jet and, and Cooper had their beef last year at the end of outdoors but whatever <laughs> but like do you do you think that like right now Jet and Hunter are just trying to fucking get in everybody's head at this point.
2: So, here's uh, so here's what I think. I'm not sure that he really has beef with Cooper. Yeah. But I thought it was an excellent move to try to pull something off with the title last night. Oh. Because think about it. So, he does that, right? Cooper goes off. The heat race of all things, yeah, he, too. Not well, in the main. Well, but let's just start it early, okay? So, he goes off, has his issues there, obviously. Works his way back to, what, eighth? Like, he didn't really yeah. push through. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a time that I was like, "Is he not going to get through here?" So then he goes to the LCQ. So now all of a sudden you're freaking out because if you don't make it, if something happens in the LCQ, you lose the championship. You lose the title. Well, yeah. maybe.
3: Well, he was only. Well, Hunter was only 16 points
2: down. Yeah. So, like, so he loses the title. Well, he could lose the title, but Hunter would still have to finish oh, somewhere I, better to get the amount of points. You know, whatever. But so, but anyway. Okay. But yeah, dude, I was super excited when that happened.
3: So. Before I go further with that, I have a hypothetical, and yeah. obviously it doesn't matter because it, yeah. it's over with. But, so Hunter obviously had his issues, but I think that Hunter, had he not washed the front in the main, probably would have got second behind Jet. Okay. And this was no disrespect to Colt. Like, Colt, we knew, like, and we'll talk about it, but like, I just think that Hunter was riding a lot better than getting third. Yes. I, I think even if he would have had a star, I think it would have been good between him and Jet. I just, whatever. But, hypothetically... Say Cooper does go to the LCQ last night. Yep, and say he doesn't make it the main. So Jet, so Hunter's sixteen points down. Do you think that if there was a situation where even as good as Jet was riding last night, if Hunter's in second and and Jet knows that Hunter has to, well, he wouldn't have even had to beat him. Never mind. No, I would have been saying, do you think that? If there was a situation where Jet was in front of Hunter anywhere in the pack and Hunter had to beat Jet, do you think Jet would have been like, oh, yeah, no big bro? you yes. got Okay. Yes. Because I'm thinking the same thing. Like, yes. that never occurred to me until just now. But, like,
2: I couldn't imagine. You want to talk about team tactics? There would have been team tactics in that track. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> when you consider
3: it's your brother. So yes. it's like.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. 100%. 100%. So. Yeah, so that started the night, and I was super excited. And that heat race did not disappoint. I mean, like Bro, you said. Bro, Jalik was. Jalik was throwing it. Oh. And McAdoo was throwing it. And Hunter Hamaker, was throwing Hamaker was getting in there. Hamaker was throwing Everybody it. Everybody was getting it in was there. It was
3: awesome. And you know what? Mad respect to Jalik, man. He held his own there for quite a while. He did, but then things
2: started happening really quickly.
3: Yeah, him. and you knew that so. after he got past. I, I can't remember if it was Hammaker that passed him first or Hunter or whoever it was, because McAdoo was the last one to pass him. Yeah. But whoever passed him first and then he got him back, well, you knew that, okay, things he was going to start going backwards a little bit because he's just, once again, he's still not used to being up front. Nope. Supercross or outdoors. But man, he had that first turn, that inside dialed in, man. He did. He would, he would, he would square off that corner just perfect, so he could straighten out at the apex. Yep. And he could just run him wide. And I'm like, dude, how in the hell is nobody pick? He's done it four times. Yep. I'm like, I did nobody pick up on that? But no, man. You know what? Congrat. Julius Wool had a damn good year. I'll give that kid all the credit in the world. Yep. He had a really good year.
2: Yep. That was pretty good for him. Uh, 250 East Heat race. Yep. Not quite as exciting. No, no. I mean, Mosman pretty much got out front, checked out. Yeah, but that's uh, he was on my fantasy team. Oh, he was. I was super excited after that He race. Yep. Then we went to the LCQ. I was super excited because I had Wageman. Yep. And we made it. Yep. Sick. Yep. Then the first turn no, happened. We didn't make it. Sorry, Wageman. We didn't make it. And I was like, fuck. Okay. Then we went to the main for two fifties, mm-hmm. and I saw Mosman getting up, and I saw Marchbanks getting up, and I went, "Well, you had Marchbanks too." If, yes, I did. And I went, "Well, fuck my life, dude."
3: Boys were running it in deep on that first oh turn. Oh my god! And it's like, man, that's the widest first turn of the whole entire season. Oh, hey,
2: by the way, don't worry, we didn't have a replay of that either. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Matt Mitchell was texting me last night. He's like, this broadcast is fucking terrible. And it was. It was. Hey, I don't want to see the battle for fourth place in the LCQ. I don't want to see the battle for ninth place in the heat race. I don't want to see any of that. I want to bounce back and forth between, like, first and second place and, like, whatever. It was terrible.
3: Yeah, that's been an issue for the last couple weeks. Yeah. And I'm honestly at the point, and we talked about this even a couple years ago when it was still NBC Gold, like, I've just... I've given up on bitching about that because it's like... It's never gonna... And it's worse than Supercross because obviously they they have different shit from their producers. But it's like, man... Like, I don't know. You you just know the, the people running that side of things don't know anything about the sport. They're like... Know. They don't know what the fans want to see. Uh, like,
2: I don't know. Bondo's been doing it for a long time, man. Well. He's got issues then
3: because...
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was not great.
3: But um, I think that LCQ, though kind of solidified the fact of what we talked about a few different times on the show that the even though the the main, the guys who went one two were both uh um uh West guys. Yeah. Or East, I'm sorry. Um the West depth pretty much had the East depth pretty covered if you start going through the list. Oh yeah. But we knew that. I, I'm I'm pretty sure no privateer from the from the East got in. I think it you was
2: from the west. Yeah, I keep getting. I don't fucking keep getting that. I know. I know. The, it's the, fucky w- this the, year. Yeah,
3: the one whatever coast Kevin was on. <laughs> whatever coast Kevin was on. No, 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 privateer. I don't think made it in through the LCQ. I think all top four
2: guys from the other coast. Yeah, I, I think. I think that's how it went. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, Wageman was doing all right, and then. But he but
3: he but he wasn't on Kevin's coast though. No, he was on he was on the other coast. Yeah. So like even if he would have made it in, it's still like who I can't remember who was leading that LCQ at the beginning, and then they went down. But they were the only guy that was from Kevin's coast. And then after he went down, it was what Subs, Schwartz, Shock, and Wageman, and wait, and yeah, and even Surratt was in there, and he went down. And obviously Mitchell had Izzy. So it's like, dude. That pretty much solidified the fact of like the depth between each. It wasn't really that close. Yeah. Like can, it wasn't.
2: Can we talk about the wageman going down the LCQ there? What do you, got? Well, I mean, what do you, what? well, so they're standing there waving the flag, right? Very clear. We could all see it. Yep. Wageman's on the inside though. Yeah, he couldn't see, he couldn't see it. He, yeah, no. 100%. That what? was what happened. He what? couldn't see it. Last second, he could see something out of the corner of his eye. He went, oh shit, and then clutch it, whatever. But one thing I noticed on the replay. We've got those nice light up posts mm. on the faces of jumps and stuff, right? Yep. They had a set there. Yep. They were not on. Yeah,
3: I think those have been pretty much just like aesthetics, because I don't remember. No, the they last work. Time. No, no, no. I know they work, but what I'm saying as far as aesthetics, because I don't remember the last time I've even seen them like
2: on. I don't know, but it's like I mean, okay, if we have these, because if that's on, he sees it, he rolls through there, whatever. And now, granted, I'm only seeing this under a hyper microscope because I had him for fantasy. But at the same time, I was like, dude, if we're going to have these posts with these lights on, why the fuck were the lights not on? I mean, I don't even think they used them for the situation
3: in Orlando early this year with Amart. I don't know. I don't. don't I don't remember the last time I've seen those blinking. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't... I, that's a whole... It's one of those
2: things I don't pay attention to
3: until last night. Well, I mean, nobody really does until it actually, like, you see them blinking. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, though. I think that they're just there as aesthetics. Like, I don't remember the last time. Like, I've seen them used before. Yeah. But I can't remember... I can't tell you the last time I've actually seen them on during a hmm. race. Um yeah i don't know i mean i will say though that the the racing in the 250 class i honestly didn't think was going to be that good
2: and it was great
3: be- oh dude it was amazing yeah. and, i mean we might as well just get into the main yeah we can so can we talk about mosman though for a second Oh boy! With the way he no 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 I don't have anything bad to say it. I want your opinion the, with the way he rode in that heat race because let's be real he dominated like he, yeah. I think he had a point to prove because yeah. he came out and I think he had a little bit of heat not just not us obviously because you probably didn't hear that but other people like he got heat for it the was way probably
2: all us yeah let's be heat, real.
3: the heat he got for what happened the week before and I think he I mean you could tell dude he got up front and he was sprinting I mean he had a three second gap out of the first lap I think it was yeah do you think that if he got a start he could have won that main? Because yep. I mean, dude, he was on it in that heat race. They're I still think he's pretty good. Well,
2: I mean, on, Jet man.
3: Jet was on a mission, but I'm gonna be real honest with you, man. Like, Jet had some moments where he was a little. I'm what? gonna say
2: I'm gonna say how the heat races. Him, Jet, and Hunter looked the best.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: I completely agree. There wasn't anybody that was touching those. Okay, three. so
3: let me rephrase that. If Mosman gets out front, I don't think Jet catches him. Is what I'm saying. If
2: they're in a battle, yeah, maybe.
3: Could be. But I don't think Jet would have caught him because I think Moseman would have done the same thing he did in the heat race, and he would have just sprinted his brains out. I'm
2: not going to fully stamp that, but I could, I'm could. not going to disagree with it. Yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. that. Would, I mean, once again, though, even in the top 10, man, Like aside from Jet and Colt and Schmoda... Yeah. It, it was all the other coast.
2: I was actually amazed that Colt pulled the start he did and led for as much as he did.
3: So I, my take is on this, and and I know that you're probably gonna have a different take because you are a jet, and I like jet too. But obviously, I'm a hunter guy. I think that Colt, he was like he knew, okay, I got the start. Like I, I'm, I have this championship right yeah. now, especially now that I'm out front. I think he kind of sprinted away, he got his gap, and then I think that he knew that Jet was just not. He didn't want to be denied. Like Jet, I think he had a point to prove last yep. night. I think the Colts, like, I, I don't, I don't want it as much as you do, dude. Yeah, I don't. And, and it's not taking anything away from Jet. Jet wrote amazing. He he wrote awesome. I just don't think that. I don't think that that was the hundred percent Colt that we seen earlier in the no. year. I think that he kn- no, but he's probably going in the back of my dude. This kid's on one. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I don't need to deal with that. Nope. And you saw it. He's yeah,
2: let him go. Like- yeah,
3: of course. But do he let him but even after he let him around though, like he latched onto him and he kept yeah. it what, within like a second. Yeah, he didn't let him. Which just even go, surprised though, me though. Like I thought yeah. the moment Jet got around, Colt's like, go for it, bro. Yeah. Like I don't need to beat you. Yep. Um Hunter though. Dude. <laughs> I was so bummed. When he pushed the front. Oh, me too. Because I'm like, I would have loved to have seen Jet Hunter
2: go one two. Did you see him launch his bike after go the Ghost throw race? the shit out oh, of it. Bro. Oh, it was
3: amazing, bro. It's amazing. He just
2: like threw that thing and was like, Bro,
3: we did it. But and, and and maybe because he just mailed her in Cooper back in whatever he got, eighth or ninth, I don't know what it was. He had the Phoenix boys like on his ass the whole race with yeah. I think it was Peters and Lopes were right behind him. Um, maybe even Osby there for a second. So we had like all three Phoenix dudes back.
2: Justin Justin Cooper did exactly what I thought Justin Cooper yeah. was going to do last night, which was nothing.
3: But here's the thing. So we saw the celebration with Jet and Hunter, and that's to be expected. Yep. Um, we saw Colt, like everybody was dapping each other up. Hey, good congratulations. And maybe it was just because Cooper was so far back, so there was such a huge gap from him to everybody celebrating. But did you notice when Cooper came off the track, everybody's kind of like like i'm not the only one that noticed that right like or do we think that that was just because like hey he was so far back nobody really
2: had time i i don't know i i guess i didn't pay too close of attention to it that's the kind of shit
3: that i pay attention to because i think for me uh, because i've been around it in person with different people and and the the dislike of i just saw that as of it's not uh, there's not a coincidence that people really weren't like, super happy that he won that title. Yeah. I don't really think he has a lot of friends out there, if I'm being real honest I with you. I don't think so either. And, and I don't know Justin Cooper. Like, I've never talked to him. I, I was around him when he was an amateur. But like I, I like I said, I've never talked to him, don't know his family. But I I just don't think that he has a lot of friends. Like, no. I just don't. And I don't know if that's because of his attitude. I don't know if it has anything to do with the way his girlfriend is because his girlfriend's sometimes a little over the top. A little? Uh, Well, apparently she's a fucking millionaire. That's what happens when you're rich. But I just, I I find it odd that he didn't really have anybody to celebrate that title with.
2: He's got terrible teeth.
3: He's also got a kink in his neck where he goes to the left.
2: Have you ever seen, like... (laughs) No, I've never uh, paid attention. Look at this picture when they put it on the screen next time. Yeah. His teeth look like... Like janky? Like rat? like They're like, okay, so they're like straight and stuff, but they just look terrible. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, It's not like Colt. Who obviously takes care of himself very well, so he probably whitens his teeth, all that shit. And yeah, Cole, wrong, Cole, I'm not one that has great teeth either. Colt could be a
3: model if he wanted to. Yeah, but <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, but when he when they were showing his picture, I was just like, wow, you really do have terrible teeth. That's yeah, so I wonder your smile's so fucked up. But, I'm gonna be
3: real honest with you. I think that he won that championship fair and square, but I think outdoors,
2: I think that he's, he's gonna, gonna get rickety, riggedy wrecked.
3: Oh, for sure. I well, I mean, he's also not. I don't even think he's gonna be the second fastest guy on no, his own team so no, no, um, no, 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 can no. i can i just say though that how happy i am for colt that he won that title yeah
2: that, i was pumped for that
3: like i don't remember the last time a true privateer who came in as a privateer has gone on to win a, a championship oh yeah like dude,
2: yeah, that was a big deal
3: that that was the coolest <laughs> i'm sorry that was just it's <laughs> just the coolest fucking thing the fact that he won that title like i was i i don't I don't remember the last time I've been that happy for someone to win a Supercross title in the 250 class. Yeah. You know, especially for him, you know, people talk about, Oh, we forgot about him. You know, he came in with a cross on land Honda team. Yeah. And then he went to rock river and then he got some, you know, he got some publicity and, you know, he went out there and did this and did that. And he had star and he even talked about, he's like, Hey, like I felt I was going to get dropped. And Bobby Ruben was like, Nope, we're going to keep re-signing you. I think this is a little bit of redemption for how 2019 went. Like, mm-hmm. cause 2019 he, He honestly, I don't think he was still going to win the title, but he could have won that championship. Like he was right in there; he was just as fast as AC and Frenchy, and he pulled it off. And I think it's freaking awesome. I really do. People, I mean, people forget that. Like when he was on Kawasaki's as an amateur, like he had had this whole line of succession that was before him. You know, it. We had PJ Larson, we had Austin Stroop, we had Hunter Hewitt, we had Michael Hall, then we had Bogle, and then it was him. And he had a lot of people that he had to back up behind. And he didn't have the – like, he had a decent amateur career, but he wasn't, like, a top kid. Yeah. So he hasn't really been in the spotlight his entire career. So the fact that he came from somebody who was, oh, you know, yeah, this kid maybe he will get a win, you know, here or there, but he's just going to be an okay pro, and then he goes out and wins a Supercross championship. Mm-hmm. Like, I just – I think that's awesome. I think the story is awesome behind it. People want to talk about Cooper. Oh, he went to Publix with – like, Justin Cooper had a fucking – a phenomenal end of an amateur career. Mm-hmm. Colt Nichols, I don't really know how many titles he <laughs> even won as an amateur. Pro- probably not yeah. that many. You yeah. could probably count on one hand how many time, how many championships he won. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he went out and won a Supercross championship, yeah. I, I just I think it's awesome. I, yeah. I really do. I think it's a cool story. I don't know yep. what he's going to do outdoors because he's always been kind of known as a Supercross guy.
2: I really don't know, but I don't think he
3: even cares. No. I mean, I don't.
2: I don't look for... <clears throat> either of those star boys to do anything outdoors no because to be really honest with you well yeah you got a freight train and jeremy
3: martin and then you got levi kit you got nathan you got a lot of fucking kids to deal with come outdoors i don't think Mart's gonna make it through the year no i mean if he does i think he's gonna win but i don't think he's going to i think I that think shoulders so i think that shoulders bad
2: Mm-hmm. it's
3: it's really bad yeah i've heard some things i've seen videos of him riding and he looks great but once again i think that that shoulder is really really mm-hmm. bad um if he goes out I think it's one of the Lawrence brothers. Oh yeah, I think I I I think I would stamp Hunter first, but Jet's close. Those if, boys got some drive. But like I said, even with J Mart, if he's not
2: there, I oh still. Oh my thi- god! Did you watch the new Moto Spy? No, I haven't really watched any of them. Oh, sure, oh, oh, oh. They're, uh, they're 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 Lawrence brothers are at Glen Helen doing practice starts, mm-hmm. and Jet fucking oh Jet high m- weeds whatever. himself. I saw it, I saw <laughs> awesome. I didn't see it on Moto Spy. I saw it on Instagram. Oh, I laughed okay. at that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? and his mechanic's just like.
3: What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. If, like, I don't know if like what when is, when his whole shot device disengaged?
2: Like he caught a soft spot or what? But that uh, was like, this, that
3: was like the stupidest crash oh, for dude. somebody of his level like I've ever that, seen. He
2: was like 50 foot away and from just, he like, started and he just like fucking whoop whoop swaps in his did Then he just like look at the bike and he just goes. Yeah. Like, well, like I said, and his, and his mechanic's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hunter's probably going, what the fuck? Everybody had a good laugh about that but, one. But,
3: um, yeah, no, even, even if J-Bar does go out, which, like I said, I, I think, unfortunately, I think he's going to. Yeah. Um, I I, I think that Levi Kitchen and I think Nate Thrasher are going to have something to say about being the best person on that team.
2: What was Thrasher's best finish last year? Do you remember? Out for the you mean outdoor, overall or? For, mo- the out, for the outdoors, per moto. Uh, the moto. I think his best moto
3: finish was uh, seventh, sixth or seventh. And you got to think that was... I what do you
2: think that, his jump is going to be here? Damn.
3: Well, I know that they've been definitely working on his nutrition. He's getting stronger. I mean, obviously, he just won two Supercrosses. I mean, dude, I still don't think he's going to be better than Levi Kitchen, but it will not surprise me if he's a top five guy right off the bat. I just do. I mean, you got to you got to remember the thing about Nate Thrasher is, is he went basically straight from the B class.
2: Who's... Uh we don't have to get super deep into this, but... So, you've got the Lawrence brothers.
3: Yeah, Jet Hunter. Fortner. Fortner. Schmota, Shmota. I would like to say McAdoo, but I don't think he's going to... I think he's... <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: think he's going to do a whole lot. Seth Hammaker, Hammaker,
3: Yep. Thrasher Kitchen. Thrasher Kitchen. Cooper. Cooper. And I think you got to put RJ in there.
2: RJ, okay. So, how
3: many are you at right now? Ten? That's nine. Uh, and then I think that... It just depends on... It depends on if he if he makes it through the whole season, but would would you say Mosman? I mean, Mosman, let's be real. Yeah, His last Mosman. year outdoors, he was good. He was yep. good.
2: I heard Max Bolin's flying.
3: i seen some videos of him. He looked good, but you also got to remember, though, the videos that he's on the internet yeah. are from tracks that he rides all the yep. time. All right. So if it was somewhere else, I would be like, you know what? Give the kid credit. But the fact that it's at Glen Helen and it's at Paula, I'm like, nah, I can't really buy into that. He's been riding those tracks since he was like, what, Seven. Eight.
2: Hmm. Wow, that's weird. There's not as many people that were. Well, I mean, we got
3: more people we could go into, but we're going to wait for the outdoor. I mean, it's stacked. Don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah. You still have Styles Robertson. He's going to be really good. But I was talking like old. We'll call it old talent. Well, I guess Amart. Is Amart going outdoors? Yeah. So Amart. Um. Because I was just trying to think like, okay, cool. Dylan so Schwartz say, is going to be in there. You're saying top five, dude. I'm like, okay, who is Jared Fry? I forgot about him. Who is the top five guys? You know that have been there, done that.
3: If I would say the top five right now, I think that if you're to me, my top five, because I can't put Kitchen in there because I just don't know for sure if he's doing the whole series, I think that if we think that J-Mart's out, it's got to be Jet, Hunter, uh, Forkner, uh, RJ, and um, Justin Cooper. If you want to mm-hmm. talk about guys that have you know, already raced a full season of outdoors. Yeah. But I think that Nate Thrasher, Levi Kitchen, and Seth Hammaker, Yeah. and even Shmoda are going to have something to say about that. Which, how crazy would it be? Take Hunter out of it if Jet, Shimoda, Hammocker, Thrasher, and Kitchen all were in the top five. That would have to be the youngest top five. Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? Hunter would be the oldest, and he's not even 21. <clears throat> you got to think about that. Shimoda's yeah. 18. Jet 17. Yeah. Thrasher's 17. Kitchen. Hunter's not 21? No. I, I don't think like he's turning. I
2: thought he was like 23. No. he's
3: only He's not that much older than Jet. He's only 20. Hmm. He might just turn 21. So that would be the – and Hammaker, he's not 20 yet. Like I said, that would be the youngest – that would be the youngest top five, wow. I think, ever. Wow. But that also speaks to motocross is in good hands right now with the youth.
2: I'm interested to see this Levi Kitchen kid.
3: Well, you've seen his videos, though, of him riding, I've right?
2: I've watched some of him riding, yeah. yeah well, I mean – He's fast, but, again, you. I'm interested to see him against pros.
3: Well, if you buy into what everybody on his team and everybody else is saying Is he in nice Hymas right now? Oh dude, he's blowing Hymas' <coughs> door. He's blowing Hymas and Jet Reynolds' doors off. At Freestone in the twenty five minute motos, uh, I think he put thirty five on Hymas and like forty something on Jet Reynolds. Okay. But I mean, like I said, if you're gonna buy into what everybody's saying, and it's not just the star guys, it's other people, when they're doing their sprints, like he's he's
2: got everybody on that team covered.
0: Huh. Hmm.
2: All right. Um, what else we got for two fifties last night? Shmoda had a <laughs> night. Yeah, and I think he was coming off the high of the weekend before. McAdoo was okay, but obviously didn't really. Do Hammaker a whole was lot. good. Hammaker got the Seth rookie of was the year. Good. Yeah, rookie
3: of the year. Oh yeah, had that down for the rookies of the year. Which I think that they gave that to him because he did better in points. Yeah, because obviously Thrasher got two. He got one. Yes, but Hammaker got fourth in points. Yeah, fourth because it went Cooper, Hunter, McAdoo, him, then Jalik. Yep. So that's pretty cool. I mean, yep. that's really good for a rookie, considering everybody was really worried about. Oh, is this kid going to make it through the whole season?
2: I don't think he's making it through outdoors. Oh, I think he's going to. I think he's going to be absolutely fine. He was having he was having heat stroke problems at Atlanta. Yeah, I'm not worried. I am. I'm not. He'll be fine. I know that everybody wanna wants a, to. You want make a bet? No. I re- owe you like twenty bucks anyway, don't I? I don't know. Then we have a bet. Vegan we gain a supercross? <laughs> I have no idea. I think we did. I can dude, I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> I can't either. I'm gonna have to go no. back and listen to that first show though, because I, I think I owe you money. Or I think he's Cole, one of the two of you. I think he's gonna be fine. I don't think he makes up. I think by halfway he's out. Maybe. Epstein Bar. I'm not worried. Though. Chronic fatigue, something like that is gonna flare up. I'm not worried. I think that I feel bad for him, but I think that's what's gonna happen. I think there's only gonna be a few rounds that you're really gonna have to worry about
3: that. Like, I think that Southwake, Red and Buds Creek will probably be the only rounds that you're gonna have to worry about that.
2: And if we even go to Southwick. Cause I was say, wasn't it you that told me we yeah. probably weren't going to Southwick? <laughs> we might not anyway. be going to Southwick. Um, no, I don't think he makes it halfway through. I think within the first, what's the schedule? Where do we so go? So
3: I just looked at this yesterday. So I think it goes Paula. Okay. Uh, Thunder Valley. Okay. Then there's a two-week break. Okay. And then High Point. Uh, I think the wick is in there. And we have a lot of the same tracks back. Redbud, Millville, Washougal's yeah. coming back. Unadilla, I think, is... I can't remember if Unadilla's back. Bud's Creek is back. So the only ones that are not in there is W.W. Yeah. W.W.'s not in there. If we if he gets
2: through High Point, at Southwick, he'll be out. That'd be the third round. While well, there's a two-week break in between <clears throat> the Valley. Like I said, if he gets through High Point, which is going to really depend upon what the weather's like this year, summer-wise yeah. for everyone, when he gets to... What's it called? I think he'll be out by then. Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, if you can't go out in Supercross and do two 10 minute practices in the middle of the day when it's 80 some degrees outside without having issues, but the thing though is, is that you're were, fucked. But see, the, here's the thing though, is is what's crazy, and I didn't know that. Here's the thing though, it's not
3: like he was terrible at Atlanta though. His finishes were fine. He did. It's not like he got 15. Oh yeah, but I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying well, what. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying, but what, I, what I'm saying to counter that is, if he really was having heat problems though, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, but also they weren't racing in the middle of the day. No, but they even, were just
2: practicing. But even
3: his qualifying was good, though. So that's what I don't understand. His qualifying was okay. But see, here's the thing. That, here's the thing, though, is if that's true, and I imagine this was on Pulp. You heard this main event.
2: I don't remember where I heard
3: it. Okay, wherever you heard it, it whatever. It was weeks ago. Here, okay, so like, if it, so, say that it happened or whatever. My thing to that is, is that he grinded it out. And I know that it's a little bit different to do it thirty-five but two thirty-five minute motos in a day, especially the roughness. But my point is, is that that's actually encouraging to me because if he really was having a heat stroke, you wouldn't know it. You, yeah. you wouldn't know that he was having. He grinded it out. Now, can you do that multiple weekends? That's a different story. I just, I'm not going to be worried about it. If we go to one of the hot rounds, so say, and even high point sometimes hot. So yeah. say we go to high point because I think it's the second week or the first. The first two do not worry me for him. It's yeah. once we get to high point. If he goes to high point and, and say he's else. running fifth and he goes to twenty fifth, then I'll hit the panic button. But if he's running around tenth, eighth, whatever, then I'm gonna be like, well, it just it's bothering him, but it's not bad. Now if he drops like a cheap suit, yeah, then yeah, I'll hit the panic button. I just I have to see it first. And who knows, man? Right now. A lot of the country is not as hot as it normally would be right now, so we might not even have hot summer this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've been, been nervous. <clears throat>
2: I've been nervous for him for the start, though. You yeah. know this because with having the Epstein bar yeah. already, I get it. And once you get it, it's easier to get it than ever before. Oh yeah, I and, understand. Yeah, then I it makes me makes me nervous. So, all right, let's get back to Supercross though with the two fifties here. Um, is there anybody else? Congrats to Josh Osby to getting top five in points. Did he?
3: I think he got top five. I think that he eked out a <laughs> fifth place in points. That a boy. Yep. I know that a lot of people will say, well, oh, you know, lucky this because Fortin or whatever, but still, man, he made it through. Good for him. Cool that Hunter got a uh, second place bonus. Yeah, buddy. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know how much that bonus was, but I think it's probably pretty substantial. It's probably pretty good. And I'm also going to say, and Sleater just said this on uh, Gypsy's podcast. Oh boy, here we go. Yes. It's not that bad,
2: dude. No. Give Hunter a fucking Red Rebel Bull helmet. helmet. Yep. Do you agree? Oh, yeah.
3: Give him a fucking Red Bull huh? Are you those, kidding me?
2: Those two should be such a package deal all the time. I mean, dude, look at him. Look at him. even yesterday. Did you hear when they were talking? before no, The but. interview before the race in the, yeah. in the pre-race show? And uh, he goes, well, you know, little bro over here, I got to look out for him, oh, whatever, however he says it. And then they were like, Jet, do you have anything to say there? He goes, well, he couldn't get off the gate in practice. He got <laughs> stuck in it. So, you know, at least I can make it off the gate. So, all right. Those two are so phenomenal.
3: Is your, uh, your your worry for Hunter and Supercross is over with now, right? Because remember, you guys were you and Cole. Oh yeah, you and Cole were a little worried. Yes,
2: yes, I was. N- yeah, no, we're good.
3: Okay, cool, we're good now. I'm I'm glad. So I don't want to hear any he of this. He Made point. it
2: through a whole season and he got second Get second point. Got a win. Got a win.
3: Looked ha- he was Looked fat, good. Ha- faster than actually yeah. had his issues, but he still the fact that he rebounded a lot of these races from going down earlier is what presses me more than anything. Because a lot yep. of these races, when he went down. He went down late in the main, and he could have just been like, well, nope, I'm going to get sixth or seventh. He kept pushing forward. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I don't want to hear any, like, if he has a bad round in outdoors, oh, I'm hitting the panic button. I don't want to hear any of that. And I think whatever I his – I mean, like hit the panic button all the time. Yeah. Well, I know because you freak out. His nutrition, though, c- per- Coach was right. Apparently. Who, who, knew, who, knew coach? Who, know, who knew Coach was right? Who knew Rob could do Yeah, who knew about Rob, who he was talking about? That was fucking weird. Um, whatever they fixed with his nutrition – yeah. It's obviously doing its job. Yep, because he looks better than ever. Which, like I said, especially even with Jet coming up, it's scary for the competition for the Lawrence boys because yes, we could is. have a su- could have a summer of Honda, in uh, the, at least in the two hundred and fifty class. Be weird, summer of Honda. God, it's gonna be great.
2: Those Slow ass Hondas. Red.
3: red... <laughs> Fuck, man. Do you imagine if those two, dude? I'll, a I'll one, say one, two. I'll and say this. Title. I'll say this. If I'm everybody, take out J Mart because once again we don't know. If I'm everybody, if those two get get their
2: starts under control yeah i'm fucking worried you mean like jet doesn't weed it five feet out of the gate
3: (laughs) if those two can get their starts dialed in because that's their only weak point if we're being honest they're not consistent on the starts if they get their starts dialed in i'm if i'm the competent i'm worried oh yeah because there's a real possibility i don't care who it is jet hunter hunter jet if those two can get their starts dialed, there's a real possibility they can go to every round and go one two well and can we just annihilate everybody can we
2: just be honest here they're also not scared to lay the body into people.
3: No, and that's what I love. They don't give uh, a shit. No. Well, it's that Australian mentality. They, they do not give a shit.
2: Given there, they'll probably take each other out for a win. They're like, bro, we're cool, but do you? We'll do, put you in your place. Do you? Do, you, do you, <laughs> I know that they won't care. I'm glad there's someone on Honda. that will do that. Oh God, I know
3: it's about time. Jesus. Anyways, um, do you imagine though that if one they're going one-two or whatever, and it's for the overall, and I don't like I said, I don't care what order it is in, but if one of them. <laughs> Not like takes out, but like just r- runs it in deep on the other one to get the win. That'd be awesome. Like Honda will be going, what the fuck? And they'll just be going, we do this in practice. Be so awesome. Oh, it'd be great. Because I'll, so I'll just laugh. Because you'd be like, well, if any two people are going to do it, it's those two.
2: Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. Um, I think we've dragged out the 250s long enough here. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me get my notes. Oh, it looks like Cole's not coming. Nope. Because he's a bitch we should uh cold call him we should uh all right let's move to 450s let's start rookie of the year dylan ferrandes yep i think that's wrong yeah i know you would say chase sexton uh yeah tell me why i'm wrong uh well i know the only reason they gave it to dylan is because he made the whole season that's a stupid ass excuse but this is the dumb fucking ama we're talking about so here we are well you know whatever i mean it really doesn't matter but no. at the same time, it's no, like, bro, no, neither, neither, neither of those two. You, care. You, I, he, I mean, when you're putting the stats up and he's got one podium. Yeah. Like, this is what your rookie of the year did was one. Chase got two podiums last week. Yeah. Like, Outro- what? Outdoors is going to be a lot different. But,
3: yeah, I get what you're saying. I agree. I think outdoors is going to be a different story. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Well, like I said, just the same thing with Seth though. I'm happy for Seth. I've been a big supporter of Seth. But if you want to talk about like he got one win and Nate Thrasher got two, you could say, well, oh Nate his overall finishes weren't better, but he got two wins.
2: I say I'm I'm okay I don't know where that. Nate
3: finished in points. I think if he like seven. I'm or okay
2: with that one strictly on the fact of Seth was more relevant in my mind than Thrasher was. Thrasher got those two wins, yeah. yes. And that's more than more than Seth got. Mm. But if you look at it from a consistent base I mean, and this is where if Dylan was in the spotlight overall every single week. Okay. But he wasn't.
3: Who was in the spotlight? I think if Dylan
2: Dylan wouldn't have crashed as many times as he
3: did, where if he actually would have been able to finish where he was before he crashed, Uh which that's fucking riding dirt bikes, it happens. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I think it would be a different argument. It'd be a closer one. But I don't disagree with you. I mean, I'm happy for Dylan, but, like, it's not like he gives a shit. And if Chase would have won it, he doesn't care either. Yeah, no. I mean, it's
2: just one of those annoyances to me. But. You know, like a mosquito. Yeah. Well.
3: So I guess just we'll just
2: a, just another thing. AMA never change.
3: So we'll just uh, we can just we might as well just jump right into those those main. Wow! Well, first, actually, the second heat, uh, one through six, two seconds at the finish. Fucking freight train what was the fuck? awesome. What in the hell?
2: That was like, so I'm awesome. I
3: am sitting there watching this, and like you know how, and the, this is. I am glad they actually caught. We talk about the camera being shitty, yeah. but like it's cool that they actually caught this. So they're watching Coop. Uh, who was it? Was it Coop? Who was in the first three? The Koopas was oh, with. Shit. Was it Marv? Yeah. Was it Coop, Kenny, and no, Coop, Marv, and someone else. Forgot who remember. it was. And then it was obviously Malcolm Barsha and Sexton. Yeah. And the, the other three, they had it box and box. Yeah. And you're watching that, and you could obviously watch the timing, and you're like, oh, they're not that far behind. And then they're showing the the box and box. The, uh, yeah. And then it, all of a sudden they come down the rhythm section, and, and, and they you could started see matching them, yes. up. Yes. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that. Other three is catching that other three. Yes, and then they're like, "Oh, they're all on the same shot." Yes, but it was funny how the like it just kind of like crept Moved into each other. And like together. Yeah. oh, they're right there. Yeah, that was wild,
2: dude. That um, was fucking wild.
3: Yeah, that was that was probably one of the best heat races I've seen in a long time. Oh yeah, because I don't. I, I mean, you see one through three, okay one one and yeah. a half set, but one through six being like two point three oh, from yeah. first. That was crazy. Um, so let's just jump into the main. So. Was there uh, some bunching going
2: on? Um, that's a serious question.
3: No, the first thing I want to talk about is Jason Anderson, Dylan Ferendis, and Justin Barsha. Oh my god, dude! Okay,
2: so you and you to talk notice about that he, three guys. Did, did you
3: you notice how with he no did, fucks giving? You notice how he just bailed out on the main after the whole he got into it with Barsha? Yeah, he just bailed out. Like it was did like did he work. just leave? Yeah, he just went off. Is the track. Is that really what he did? Yeah, he just he drove off the track. He just left. What? Yeah. Like, didn't you think it would? Like, you didn't know... Like, dude... I
2: thought he crashed or something.
3: Like, Barsha may have taken him out, but he just, like, rode off... Like, he just rode off the track. Like, after Barsha got around him clean, he just rode off the track. Like, everybody's like, where the fuck did Anderson go? What do you mean? What? People were like, what the hell? So... Oh, my God. So, okay. So, Anderson, French, he's coming through, like, a freight train, which Dylan had a really good ride to last night. That, once yep. again, two weeks in a row, didn't really talk about it. He had a good ride. Um, So... I'm watching that, and I'm going, ooh, I'm like, because you could see him setting up after that little 2-3 section coming back to yeah. the start, and I'm like, ooh, he's he's got a little bit of payback for what happened, whatever round that was that Ando came up underneath him, and then he took him out yeah. in the right-hander. yeah. So I'm like, oh, he ran him wide after the start, and then Barsh is coming along, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then they're getting back into it, and I'm thinking, Anderson, I'm like, I know that you like to play the tough guy, but I'm like, first off. Frenchie's smarter than you, so you're going to lose that every time. Then I'm like, do you really want to get into it with Barsha, of all people? Like, this dude's been doing
2: this shit way longer than you have. I'm watching that and I'm going, Barsha in his helmet is just like, this is awesome. (laughs) This is so great. And he just I'm having so much fun riding my dirt
3: bike, oh, right? Oh, dude, it was great. And he just ran him so wide oh, after the first turn. And I'm just like All of them. What up? the only the other better the only other better one would have been if Malcolm would have just teed off on him for the situation <sighs> that happened earlier in the year.
2: I'd have been like, dude, it would
3: have been a triple it would have been a triple threat. It'd have been awesome. So good. Because that's the thing. You think about you think about three guys. Yeah. In, like I said, Frenchie, who has probably one of the highest race IQs of anybody out there. Yep. Barsha, who's been playing this game for fucking 15 years. And then Malcolm, arguably one of the biggest guys out there. Like you have three guys that you pissed off. Yeah. Like those are the last three guys you want to fuck with for like, was, what are you? T- I'm just like, what the fuck? So I'm watching that. That was pretty exciting. Um,
2: we had some bunching in the front.
3: We did have a little bit of bunching. There was some team tactics. I'm like, Oh, we have Honda on Honda. Oh, we have KTM man. on KTM.
2: I was texting, I think Tom Cooper going, uh, bro, they don't want Sexton to get to get to Webb because Sexton doesn't give a fuck. Could you imagine if Chase would have taken him out? I, I thought he was going to.
3: Because after what, what was it, Orlando two? Like they, they got into it? Like or like I
2: really like I really thought and I know we're crazy conspiracy theories here talking about team tactics. Yep. I really thought Kenny, which Okay, let's start there. Because we've got a lot to unpack. Here. I was. There, uh, this is a big box that we. This is like a box and a box and a box. I was uh,
3: never more disappointed to well, be a Ken Rocks fan.
2: Let's let's go back to the beginning of the race here. <laughs> yep. He's running web high. Yeah, he's, he's playing cat and mouse. Playing cat and mouse with And him. Coop's like. <sighs> Coop's where like, the fuck has this been? But oh, Coop's going. Where has this been? Oh, I know. For the last eight rounds. But you know, Coop's going. <sighs> Like ever since, Let's Daytona, go! ever since Daytona, oh you I know. ran your mouth at Daytona. Well, you could even say go back to Indy. And we did. No, not nothing. Indy, to... Yeah. And then last oh, night, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm going to run him high. Oh, yeah. I'm going to run him high in this corner. But he never really oh, made contact him with here. him.
3: Though. So even though I don't he was a fuck do no, no something. So even though he was being a, he was actually doing something. He still wasn't even being aggressive. He was like, he was running him high, but he never really made contact with him. And Coop knew. Oh, he's he's going to do. It was like the Dungy Tomac thing from years ago. Um. But I was not. I wasn't really paying into because I was looking at it going, mm, well, you know. I was more paying attention to what was going on behind him with Marv yeah. and Sexton, and I'm thinking, are we really about to have a Honda on KTM murder right now? Like, yeah, what is What is about to happen? Because you know Sexton, he wants to get a win, and he had some of the most ridiculous, dare I say, James Stewart-esque whoop speed going on, and Marv just coming off the win. And he's, you know, he's amped up. He's riding good. The neck brace is off. He's telling Ryan Hughes to fuck off. Um, But I'm going. What is this really happening right now? Like, I'm, I'm losing my mind because I'm going. The championship is over with. But I'm like, there's so many sub stories going on here right now.
2: I was waiting for Sexton to come up and just
3: take Coop out. So I was thinking that Chase was gonna get aggressive with Coop. Yeah, Coop. Does what he's gonna do, so I wasn't really worried about him with Kenny. But then I was thinking, I'm like, Marv. I was like, Is Marv gonna pull an Eli? Tell to- is he gonna pull a, a, a hate crime on Chase Sexton like <laughs> he did <do> Eli <laughs> I was like, Is he just gonna run him in deep? And then it never really surfaced and stuff. But I'm like, dude, I'm, I mean, there was so much,
2: there was so much going on. Here's the thing: if you're Sexton, why are you not taking him out? I honestly don't... What are they going to do? Fucking fine you? Because if they fine you, if you you do your job correctly and Kenny wins that title, I'm writing Kenny a text and being like, hey, I need this amount of money to pay this fucking fine. I don't... They can't take it away from Kenny. Kenny didn't do nothing. I don't think Chase... I think
3: right now, and it's crazy to say this, but I think a lot of people don't want to fuck with Cooper. I don't think they do. Not in the sense that Cooper is this big bad wolf and he takes people out of this and that, but I just think that everybody has come to realize that you really can't beat Cooper at that game. I mean, we the last time it really happened was with Eli and Daytona and what was that, 2018, but tell me the last time that somebody has really made Cooper look dumb and gotten away with it. Like, you don't do that with Cooper Webb anymore. Like, yeah. he's just he's just better than everybody. Like, you can't. He's going to figure out a way to make you look dumb. I don't know how, if he's going to, he's not going to really take you out. He's either going to just fucking go four inches more to the inside on a corner and pass you like you're standing still and then gap you. I just, I don't think these guys really want to get into it with him. I just, I don't know what it is. But, man, there was just a lot of shit going on with that main that I'm like, what the hell? And let's just talk about Sexton. So, he goes to the front. And then he dropped anchor.
2: Did you think he was gonna win that race? Nope. I thought he was.
3: Nope. Because after Coop got around Kenny, I was like, "Hmm." I was like, gap was like three and a half seconds, and I was like, "So we'll we'll wait two three laps." And then it got down to like two, and I'm like, "Nope." I'm like, "Same." Th- I'm like, "Same thing in Orlando." I'm like, "Coop's just gonna do it again." Yep. And son of a bitch, he did it again.
2: Did it again, man. He did it again. Did it again. That, that fucking guy.
3: Holy shit, dude! Like. I don't I don't even have words for what he's done this season.
2: Like he's wild, dude. It's wild. It, I have a hard time putting myself in the mindset of the other guys. Uh strictly for the fact of I was never the guy that was scared of the big bad wolf. Yeah. Like in my and, hockey career. And like I said, I don't think it's even really that with him. I, I went after the big bad wolf yeah. and it was awesome. And I
3: know what you're saying, but like do you agree? It's not they're intimidated by because Co- there's nothing really intimidating about Cooper. Like, he's that's a five not foot a,
2: midget, dude. Yeah. I'd punch him right in the fucking back of the head. And
3: there's nothing intimidating whatever. about him, but he just he has a mental hold on these dudes. Yeah, like I don't know what it is. Like it's not because he's winning championships. Like we've seen this with guys before. Like people weren't afraid of Dungy, and Dungy had more championships than almost anybody other than not named Ryan Villapoto or Ricky Carmichael. Yeah. Well. He actually has more titles than Villapoto. But anyways, um, but they weren't afraid of him. So it's not that. It's just he has a hold on these dudes that people like he's untouchable. Like they don't want to fuck with him. I don't know what it is. I I really don't. But right now, this is the first time, at least in Supercross. Outdoors is going to be a different story, and we'll talk about that when we do our preview show. But it's Supercross. This is the first time that I've looked at a guy two championships in 3 years. And let's be honest, he could have won 2020 championship yeah. had he not almost broken his back. Yep. Uh and I don't care what anybody says. I know Eli had an amazing season, but Cooper would have been a, it would have been a lot more of a battle to the finish. 19 wins in two or three seasons. More more so just two seasons, 2019 and 2021. This is the first time in my opinion that I've seen a guy that I can honestly say, no matter what his situation is, if he wants to go out there and win the fucking race, Mm -hmm. he's going to win the fucking race. Yeah, It doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't want to hear, oh, Ken Roxton is on one. Oh, Eli Tomek is on one. If Cooper Webb is within striking distance of you and he wants to win the race, he's going to win that race. 100%. And And I don't... You know, and, and we had this conversation. When we brought Tom on, and and I love Tom, and I respect the hell out of his opinion. And I know he was talking about other people and Cole, and and when Cole's been on here, and even though he was on the bandwagon that we were with Coop, and we've had other people, and you know this and that. But I'm sorry, if Cooper Webb wants to win a Supercross race, you're not going to beat him. I don't, you're just not like, and he's proven that now this year. Like I know that he got the race handed to him with Kenny because Kenny was, but it was like, was he really motivated to win the race? He had a bit. But it's like, dude, I don't even have words for what he's doing right now. No,
2: not at all. He's, <clears throat> it's incredible to see this, this, what you, I guess you call a mental strangulation he has on these guys. Like, yeah, it's, it's the only way you can say it. Yeah. Um, all right. So Kenny drops anchor like the fucking Titan. I mean, hits an iceberg and just down.
3: E- Eli Tomac 2018
2: so, style or whatever. When's he going to retire? What's he got left on his contract? I think he's got two years, right? So next year. I don't, I don't even.
3: Dude, it, honestly, it's really hard for me to talk about this because it's fucking frustrating. Like I'm at. Like I was. I was actually pissed off last night. Like legit mad. I, just, I
2: was just like, this is insane. You were just leading the race, and now you dropped anchor to like, 10th? It, just like I said,
3: up. it's really hard for me to talk about this without like going into one of my r- r- freak out modes. Because I've been a fan of Kenny for a long time. I remember the first time I ever watched him race was at Minio's when he was on 85s, when he was still just coming over here from Germany. Yeah. So I've been a fan of this ki- this kid for a long time. One of the most naturally talented dudes I think we've ever watched ride a dirt bike. and yep. I can And I can honestly say that in my lifetime, there's only been probably three other guys that I've ever watched that make me go, wow, and that's Jeremy McGrath. James Stewart and Travis Pastrana, yeah, and I would put Ken Roxton and what he can do on a dirt bike, and I would just say, anybody that doesn't know, go watch
2: 2016 Outdoors. So what's the excuse for last night? There is no excuse. What's the excuse he's going to give? Oh. There's going to be an excuse. Because he didn't crash. I broke my pinky
3: toe. <laughs> my shingles flared up. <sighs> Dude, I don't, I don't know, because like I said, you know, this is just really hard for me, because I don't ever want to talk bad about Kenny, but that was unacceptable. Like how? How do you go from winning the race to do you, do you get ninth or tenth? I think ninth. How do you go from winning the race to ninth? And how do you have that big of a points gap on Cooper Webb and then get beat by thirty points or thirty five or whatever it was? I don't know. Like only seven rounds. Seven rounds. What was it? Seven rounds ago, he was up by like three points, and then he lost the championship by thirty five. At one point, he was up by sixteen points. Like how is that even? I, I don't get it. Like him and, him and Eli should just be best buds because mentally they're both fucking.
2: Well, you know, they're flying around in private jets together and stuff. So mentally,
3: they are two of the most winningest. They're the two most winningest mentally soft dudes I think I've ever well, can seen. Well, we talk
2: all. about Tomac last night? Goes out, heat race, wins by five seconds in a fucking heat race. Doing Eli Tomac things. And then in the main, does nothing. Eli Tomac things. Yeah. It's fucking incredible fucking incredible
3: you know you know that Ricky has got to be watching that and I know that he can't because he's now on national TV mm-hmm. and he, he has to play play the part and he, he's got to do what's best for the company he's a company man but you know off-screen he's probably texting someone or he's probably talking to himself going these fuckers are so pathetic yeah like you know People want to talk about and and even people on you know in our limited audience and we talk about this like when I like talk about the old days, but like I always talk about because two of the fastest I've ever watched ride dirt bikes is James Stewart and Ricky Carmichael. Yes. And you know, you could talk about this and talk about that, the bikes and the talent and the and the progression, and Ricky even likes to be humble and give guys credit. But I'm sorry. Ricky and James would and even you could put Villapoto in that conversation. They would have a heyday with these dudes. Oh yeah, they they would blow the doors off these guys because that's the thing. Those dudes, you can talk about James and his crashing issues, whatever, but he never gave up. He never gave up on a champion. Well, that's obvious. He ragged out himself into the ground how many times to win a what a race? Mm-hmm. It's pathetic to me, and I and I know that people say, whoa, you're not in there," and I'm not. I, I'm just I'm just a guy watching the race. But it's it's sad to me that these dudes are getting paid millions of dollars. They have all these fans, they have all this incentive, they do this and they do that, and they just nah I don't I don't care anymore. Mid race. Like yeah. how do you how do you as a competitor do that? Like I don't understand that. And that's why Cooper Webb is beating their ass, because he's not that guy. Yep. Nope. He's he's a finisher. And it's why you could say Zach Osborne won the twenty twenty championship, because he doesn't give up. Yep. And it's like, dude, I don't I just don't get it. I don't understand it. And now I have to put Kenny in the same converse or the same category as Eli as guys that I just don't believe mentally are that strong anymore. Yeah. Cause that's what that was. Like you can't say that was anything else. No, that was a mental thing. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I just,
2: that was a fuck. There he goes. Okay. Well I'm out.
3: And I've been one thing. If you would have like faded back to like third, okay, whatever. But you faded back to, t- you were just getting past. Like you were just fucking on a
2: what, uh, trail ride. I, there was something I was thinking about last night. Have you ever seen a race where Kenny's tracked someone down, like in supercross, and passed him late?
3: Like ever or just recently? Ever. There were some days in those those RCH days, like the last, I think it was 2016 when it was him and Dungie 1 2. Maybe 2015 when he, probably then, but I don't think it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I don't. I don't think since the Honda days, really.
2: I was gonna say I was just thinking in recent years, Suzuki
3: days. I think you could look at some of, especially even like 2015, even his rookie year in 2014, he tracked some dudes down because I think he won some races where he didn't get the start. But I don't think since he's got on
2: Honda, he's really ever. I to say it, I know it for a fact in the hot, well, almost a fact, in the Honda days here. That's never, that's never been a thing for us. And yeah. I got to think about that last night because I'm like, okay, let's let's see. So what was it? 2017, 2018. 18 2018 was the signs year. with Honda comes no 2017 yes yeah, so whenever because he got hurt Mo- he got hurt yeah at Monster yeah. Cup and- yeah so 17 comes out dominates first two three races whatever then gets hurt comes back whatever gets hurt with Cooper Webb he's out again comes back and he's won races the last two years but it's like when he wins races what does he do? He gets to start to get Gets to start and he gaps His yep. his fast twitch for the first five minutes His Somebody put it in a podcast I was listening to And again, I don't remember I'm sorry, I listened to too many <laughs> um, His his heat, his first six minutes His heat race pace is fucking incredible
3: His first six minutes And I know that we only use this phrase usually for guys that Get into a groove and put a charge on late in the race But we like to say this With Eli, what he did in Outdoors Beast Mode Yeah, Kenny's Beast Mode is the first six minutes of a race Yep is Eli's beast mode is at the end of a race? Well, not lately. Uh, yeah, not lately. But yeah. Eli's beast mode is at the end of a race. Kenny's beast mode is at the beginning of the race. Yep. He's only really ever tracked dudes now in outdoors. Yep. Like, if you really think about it, it's yeah. never been in Supercross. It's always been outdoors. Yep. And, I mean, if you really if you really want to get into this conversation, 2017, the, the race, the night he got hurt, the night that it all went wrong. Yeah. Okay? So we like to talk about he went out and he, he won the first race. We were there. Anaheim won. Yep. Fucking made everybody look dumb. Second race, we watched the race in California. We obviously weren't at the race, but we were watching it while we were in California. Him and Dungy have a really great battle. He, yeah, he, he never really inches away from Dungy, but he kind of he controls the race and he had him covered. But that third race, do you remember how that race was going that he had night? Bad, he had a bad start. Yeah, but do you remember how that race was going before he crashed?
2: I don't know. He was tracking somebody down.
3: Dungy was out front, and he was tracking down Cole Seely. Mm. He was trying to track down Cole Seely for a good seven laps, I think it was maybe mm. five really never was making any headway. Hmm. And then it crashes. Interesting. So, <laughs> I just, I don't know. We always kind of like to fool ourselves. Like, we talk about Telmac fans, or I talk about Telmac fans. Everybody has this crazy group of fans. That's what a fan is. It's abbreviated. It's fanatic. Mm-hmm. We talk about how the Roxham fans are, the Telmac fans are, kind of be delusional about things. What if we were actually all wrong all those years? And we thought that, oh, after 2017, Kenny was going to go on this historic run. Uh, Yeah. Maybe we were delusional. Maybe Maybe. he never really was going to go on this historic run. I mean, maybe it would have been different had he won a championship, but nothing has told me in the last three years that that ever actually would have happened. And I know we could talk about the arm injury and all that. That was a big factor. Yep. But it it just, it is what it is. And I just, I don't know. If you really want to start going back and analyzing that 2017 season, even though it was only three rounds, there were some things that now start to make a little bit more sense of, well, was he really going to be that dominant? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know if he would have been. I don't know either. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, that was that was ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it was. And if he
3: doesn't race outdoors, and even if he does. I don't
2: think we're we'll going to see him outdoors.
3: <sighs> which is going to be sad. Yep because that's just another person we don't have. Who's but.
2: Honda put on the bike? Besides Sexton? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, they don't have much to pick from because they don't really have any guys to pull up from the 250 class anymore. Yeah. Um I can't think of any guys that would uh It's <laughs> a good question.
2: I'm good at this.
3: The only guy I could think of that had a really good season last year as a privateer in the 450 class that was on a Honda was Grant Harlan. Hmm. Gray Holland had some Maybe they put Jake Masterpool
2: on that bike. Maybe. Let's call Cole. Oh, you're going to Cole call him? Yeah. Okay. Do it! Why would I not? Well, he's probably being a bitch. Yeah, well, he is. That's all right. He's probably playing Xbox, bro. That's what he does. I'm just, I'm over here playing Xbox. You know, he went and raced a sprint enduro. Now he's hurting. He's an old man. Oh, <laughs> man. Or call Kevin a little bit too. No, oh, great. He's just eating right now, so. Oh, you just texted him? Yeah. If this dude doesn't answer the phone, I'm gonna freak out. How's that 2014 phone doing for you? Doing just great, bro. Just great. Jesus Christ. Cole, you're such a bitch. Wow, he's really not gonna answer, is he? Nope. Wow.
3: Huh. Wow.
4: Hello, you reached Cole Ugetti with Tucker Powers.
2: Okay, well, he's off the table. You want to call Tom? Sure. We need some more We need some more opinions on last night. That's what we really need in our lives here.
3: Can we also, we're going to talk about some silly season stuff. Uh,
2: sure. You want to yeah. talk about Plessinger going to KTM? And Jason Anderson possibly going to Star Yamaha? He's not going to Star Yamaha. Oh, he's not? No. Oh, uh, why not? Uh, he's way too in bed with Rockstar. Oh, well, he should go to Star Staryama. He's not going to Staryama. Well, he should. Hey, what's up? hey, Tom Cooper, welcome to the Moto Aftermath show, bro. Oh, hey, Tom.
4: <laughs> hey, how's it
2: going? We're just cold calling people on the phone to talk.
4: Oh, are we on the air?
2: Yeah, we're on the air. We're rolling. About an hey, hour and a half deep. What air
0: rage.
4: That was a good
2: one. Oh, boy. What'd he say? I don't know what he said. What'd you say? I said, what a rage. That was a good one. Oh, yeah, dude. It was awesome. So, uh... I ask. I just ask uh, Justin. I'll ask you the same question here. Uh, when does Ken Rockson retire?
4: Uh, I don't think he retires. I, I think that he's got a few years left in him, but he's got to get over the baby hump thing. So I previously said in some of the other episodes, that especially in hockey, there's a thing about athletes that are in dangerous sports such as hockey, motocross, shit like that. That when they have a marriage, or especially a kid, especially Young kids or their first kids kind of even more so then that they go they kind of soften up and they lose that edge right so they still have the ability they probably have more strength than usual but they don't have that um hungry tiger hat <laughs> uh, and like we saw yesterday so i, I really uh, it, it hurts me to say this but ken roxon number 94 bowled like a lawn chair and i think that, that was a bit to do with that he kind of uh uh, you see some of these guys that kind of just get, get complacent with going home safe, and there's nothing wrong with that because then you don't go and retire young like I did. But when you have when you have a shot at being the champ and you could punt your opponent into the third row to win the, ch- the championship and win a couple million dollars and you essentially say, hey, here you go, congratulations. Dude. If you're the champ, I'm going to go take 12th place or 10th place or whatever, then well, that's not exactly having uh, the edge that we're used to seeing from Ken Robson.
2: Well, I give him some credit, okay? At least he did something last night. We were doing some bunching. He was definitely bunching. However, uh, our backup, uh, Chase Sexton, didn't come through in the clutch and just clean out the number two like we needed him to. He was more focused on going to the front, which was a big issue because he could have just cleaned out two... And then gone to the front, and then when he got fined after Kenny won the title, he could have just, you know, sent the bill to Kenny to have him pay it, Look, and we'd have been good.
3: Stu was in his headset telling him, if you don't hit these fucking whoops fourth gear wide open, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: for what it's worth, I think that when Chase Sexton was going so fast and those whoops after, the, I think it was the finish line, and making up front of time, and then just blows past Cooper Webb. Uh, Cooper Webb also kind of team to say, okay, let's see what you got. Get and then,
3: I mean, he, he's he like da- McGrath, and he comes back
4: into and I'm taking a win too.
3: Yeah, he's like, Daddy's so got, got you over. covered. Daddy Webb has got you covered.
2: What if I, uh, what if I told you the rumor mill is that Kenny's gonna buy himself out of his contract early and retire? Oh, really?
3: That was the rumor you were gonna talk about? Yeah. Oh, I wanna talk about the Zach Osborne. I bet we'll you hundred bucks.
2: You you'll bet me a hundred bucks he doesn't. Yep. I'm in. on am fifty. <laughs> can I can yeah, I get seven? I mean, can I get
4: seventy-five? Eventually, but I, don't think that's I, I think it I th- wouldn't be crazy surprised if he doesn't do outdoors, or if he comes up with some mysterious. Oh, I got a strange cough. I'm gonna take the outdoors off. I wouldn't be surprised about that, but I don't think he's
2: done. My pinky toe hurts. I <laughs> was gonna say the big. So the rumor the the rumor mill is he's not racing outdoors, and he's buy he's gonna buy himself out of his contract it's early. Source. It's a credible source too. So. I, the it, only
4: reason that I can see him doing that is if he, by doing these kind of, uh, I don't want to call it quitting, but after rolling over and playing dead. Oh, we're calling it quitting, ground, Tom. It, it's quitting. The only it's reason quitting, that Tom. He's going that way. Is if he had, in his mind, decided that he didn't have what Because I know, I mean, there's a lot of us that have been kind of at the higher end of athletics, at least. They, they, you have this thing where if you feel like you can't go out there and crush everybody and dominate, then you're not going to even bother. And that's kind of uh, amplified by having a newborn and a, and a bride at home, right? So you're kind of like, I'm not going to go out there and kill it. Maybe I just go surfing instead. Well, I don't think that's the case, but that's the only way I could really see it being that with uh, 94.
2: I, th- I think he goes next year, and then I think he's done. Problem is, is that Daddy Webb still is uh, still
3: the big dog now, and he's, he's never going to win that title if, if Daddy Webb keeps doing what Daddy Webb keeps doing.
2: What, yeah, uh, I think
4: there's no fucking way
2: of I got 50 bucks Just says like he, says he retires after next year. 75. No, I'm 50. Call Dan Truman. He'll get you for 100. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Dan Truman will bet Dan. anybody anything. <laughs>
4: uh, for what it's worth, Dan is a, a very credible source. So I you know, I didn't listen to the other podcasts or wherever else Dan might have said that, but.
2: What Dan says. Uh, oh no, Dan. Oh, no, this Dan, isn't from Dan. This isn't from Dan. This isn't from Dan. I'm just saying Dan will bet. Uh, Dan had like ten thousand dollars worth of bets going on fantasy results. And won like what a thousand? I don't know. Was so, one of them on Nick games? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Um, so uh, what do you think Dan of that? Truman is. Uh, so when I was with KDM, Dan Truman is the sole reason that I got
4: sharp on the get, system because he was the get guy. Yeah, and he spent a lot of time with us. Uh, me, him, and Grant and uh, AJ Cantizaro was like our our lead tester guy got back then hmm. uh, on the team, and he was. And Dan was so sharp with that stuff. When nobody else, it was him and Aaron Johnson at BC, Nobody else had really any idea what they were doing. So I'm sitting there, and fortunately, I had the background coming from engineering, where I had a pretty alright idea with at least some of this stuff. Meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it comes to like the implementing it on the bike. Seeing what the differences were, that was really, really interesting.
0: Hmm. I got a lot
4: of respect for guys like Dan Coon because they really pushed the the growth of the sport and on the bike side of things. There's a lot of the growth of the sport that comes from the TV contracts and the sponsors and all the other shit, but uh, down at the core, the development of bikes over the years uh, really drives the development of the sport. And and guys like Dan and Roger Costa and those guys, they got their fingers all over that shit.
2: Hmm, interesting. KTM's proven that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was
4: very happy to see a picture of Roger DeCoster on the podium last night with number two. And on the podium, you stand there just looking at number two. And that's like, that's such an iconic photo. Like, there are so many people that have won championships for Roger DeCoster from Honda to KTM to Suzuki to you name it. Uh, to be in that regard is a very select group that will be on in history. I think Very
3: the only other guy he's ever looked at like that was Dungy. And that was the Suzuki days.
4: <laughs> I can hear you,
3: Justin. No, I said so, the only I other... Really,
4: I really really <laughs> what... So, like, last night, it called me crazy. But the 250 guys, one of them seemed like he won everything, and the other guy seemed like
2: a sideshow. Uh, so, you mean Colt Nichols feels like he won it all, and uh, Justin Cooper feels like he didn't win anything? <laughs>
4: <laughs> maybe, he maybe he doesn't feel that way, but I tell you what, the rest of it, everything else, kind of comes across that way. You're looking at Colt Nichols, and he looks like he just won the Super Bowl, not like he won Super He looks like he's going to Vegas because he just won the Super Bowl, and then uh, just Cooper, it's like he won the local A race, almost so like nothing even happened.
3: I just want to know how much bigger that diamond earring is going to get on Colt Nichols' face. <laughs>
2: Not very. Did you see the interview? He's going to like pay his house off, and then he's got to figure out a house for Florida. Uh, I wonder how much his bonus was. Had he, had to, handsome. he had to win half a million bucks. You would think. I wonder how much his contract is. It's got to be easy half a mil from I'm, his contract to win that title.
3: I'm just super happy for him, man. Super happy for him.
2: Cooper, I don't really care about. Yeah. Yeah, nobody likes Justin Cooper, apparently. Except for his girlfriend I mean, I was, and his I dog. I'm
4: not guy, but I'll be honest with you. I was rooting for everybody else to beat him. Be fair with you. Did you? I was uh, able to 100% to win for the whole way. I mean, at least Christian Craig, and I don't really have any in the game there. But I was really, uh... I was pushing for just about everybody but Justin Cooper to win that title. I just, I don't know. I wasn't really vibing with him, which is silly because I've, I have been the whole way. But didn't now. You're really interested, so.
2: What did you think about? Uh, what did you think about that first heat race move where uh, Hunter pushed Cooper off the track? And I went, "Oh yeah, here we go! It's starting." I fucking love that. Oh, dude, I, I was, was like, fuck.
4: "Fuck!" I'm all about Game Four One and watching that last night was electrifying. Him and him and his brother both.
0: Dude, um, that's,
4: so that's, that's one of those moments. A lot of times, the last race of the season kind of gets overshadowed because as soon as it's over with, everything is out, out of your out of sight, out of mind. Nobody even thinks about it, right? Yeah. You almost always get a Dean Wilson winning the last round kind of thing. <laughs> and so what the, what the Lawrence brothers did last night was historic. I don't know if it's ever happened where two brothers are on the podium at the same time, but to watch that was electrifying.
2: It totally was. So do you think those guys go 1-2 outdoors in the 250 class?
4: No, I would like it, but
2: I don't think that at all oh boy <sighs> let me guess you well, that... comes
4: back to the 250s, there's so many there I don't think there are so many irons in the fire that could come out there and win a lot of things like you can't I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win a couple models in that it. and that's saying something because I think those are two my two favorite guys in the shop ch- in the shop right now but uh, straight up a I not don't, I don't really keep going that way I see a lot of guys not not including uh some Craig, because he's up on the 450s, but the, you got a lot of guys that are that are in the mix for 250s for outdoors that could go and win a, a moto. I mean, shit. For both the Mar- Martin Bros, even like star racing could could have one guy win a moto on each time. You know, one of each of the guys on the on the racing win a moto, and they win half the season.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very true. It's very true. Um, let's see here, what else we got going on? <laughs> Do you, do you like how uh, you like how Sexton? Uh, oh, hold on. We're gonna bring Moran's on too. Oh, hold on. Let me call him. Oh, did he
3: text you and say he's done eating?
2: Yeah. Hmm. That's nice. And he's got some limited time here, so we'll get him on. Yeah, he's uh, he's important now. He's a big deal. He is a big deal. He's a very big deal. Well, poor Tom's on hold now.
3: Oh, he's got that 450 ride for outdoors.
1: Yo,
2: yo, what up? Yo, hold on a second. Let me merge in another call here. While well, we're
3: waiting for that, I live
4: on the lake in Michigan for the fans at home. And, Tom, uh, we're not waiting anymore. I'm the only person on the whole. Tom. The only person on the whole lake because I have a golf cart and a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the neighbor away, Tom. Gas, Tom. A Tom with a fucking it.
2: Tom, can you hear me? No. Tom, we're back on. And no one could hear no one could hear you before that because you get muted when I call someone else. Uh, Kev, welcome to the show, man. Uh, We got Tom Cooper on (laughs) here, and uh, Justin is in studio with me. What's up, (laughs) boy? When when we came back, and I was talking, I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, Tom, that was great, man. Holy shit! Oh, I was trying to
1: keep the
2: fans going while we we're on the. I know, break. I know. Sorry, I didn't say, "Hey, oh, by the way, you're going to be muted here." <laughs> he
3: just jump back into it. He's talking <laughs> about the lake. <laughs> lake
2: house and a golf <laughs> cart. <laughs> oh like, god, what? that was epic. Oh man. Oh, anyway. Uh, Oof. so Kev, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on here. I know you got some limited time, so we'll be quick. How is uh? No, nope, you're all good. I appreciate it. How is Salt Lake City treating you? Uh,
1: it was good. It was fun. Obviously, it was uh. A very very hard to watch uh, the just east round. <laughs> uh, considering <laughs> probably would have been like a fifth place ride for Kev. Yep. Um. But uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, it was actually pretty fun. It was sweet to get on race day live and then uh, do some interview stuff with Pulp and the Fly Radio Show live in person. Were you so, like? I mean, I made the best of it. I guess is the best way to put it.
2: Were you on race day live again yesterday? And I missed it. Did I sleep through that part? No. Oh, okay. I didn't think Not so. Babe.
1: Yeah, I knew it was gonna be tough. Try to get on there two weekends in a row.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you did the pulp uh, pit show or whatever too. So yeah, so that yeah, was okay. Did that again. So that was sweet. Sweet, yeah. awesome. Oh, show. How was uh, how was the race? How was the race in your eyes, man? Because we've been talking well, about dude, all sorts of shit. Like which
1: way? Which one? Like obviously, you're talking about the finale, probably, right?
2: Yeah. So let's start with the uh, let's start with the 250 class here. Um, we were just talking actually with Tom that. Uh, you had one guy won a title and it seemed like he won the Super Bowl and you had another guy win a title and it seems like he won no the one cared. Lo- local A race and no one gave a shit.
1: Yeah, dude. Honestly, do you want my honest opinion? Yes, oh, we dude, We're all, all we want honesty. on this show. Yeah, the Lawrence brothers stole the show. 100%. Well, like, nobody even cared never. about the champions.
2: <laughs> well, that's
3: a thing, well, too. I mean, Hunter decided to ghost ride his bike after the finish, so...
1: Yeah, dude, it was epic. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the other two guys that won the championships, I mean, they came up the track and just rode over to the podium. Like, they didn't celebrate or anything hardly.
4: Kevin, if next time you win a race in the pros, you better do the biggest, baddest motherfucking parade lap ever. Because <laughs> when we were kids, <laughs> we, would, we would see Jamie McGrath go out there and throw a parade lap and throw a neck neck. And everybody in the tennis
1: remembers that. These guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, Let's go home yeah uh-huh hundred percent
2: yeah no you're 100%. Well,
1: you know if i ever win if i ever win a run a race again you know i think first off i have to win one to
2: start you know
1: what i mean <laughs> <laughs> well, you
2: oh. Oh, Kev. <laughs> oh man i love you buddy that was awesome <laughs> this this section is going to be
1: great holy shit kansas state championship <laughs>
2: No, it's coming. It's coming. Oh man, the Kansas State championship. So are you? Are you still in Salt Lake, or did you fly back this morning? No, I, I
1: I'm already back at home in oh. uh good
2: old Kansas. Sweet, sweet. You uh you going to go pick up that 450 there or what? Yeah,
1: it's kind of the plan.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man, that yep. means that means we gotta we gotta start planning. We gotta vlog get you life. We gotta get you over here. Vlog life. <laughs> we gotta we gotta yeah, get you exactly. over here. Get that 450 ready to go here. So yep. vlog. Life. Um, 100%. what did you uh, what did you think about that four fifty class race last night? I mean Kenny we've um, talked about it dropped dude, anchor like Daddy a madman. Daddy Webb.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that was that was bad, bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bad bad bad, like, bad dude, what did you think about Sexton's run through the whoops around Cooper? Like that was
3: oh, Stu was in his head Stu had a headset going say, if you don't hit these fucking whoops fourth year wide open, I'm beating
2: your ass. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was dude, he dude, was fast it, in those whoops.
3: It was like a straightaway.
2: Oh, yeah. There was, I mean, the only other person that I saw hit the whoops that like was the, that was Malcolm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Jack kind of hit it like that a couple times, too. But like, if the guys that were hitting it on all the way to the right side were, were just getting right through them. Yeah. Everybody who went left was struggling.
2: Yeah. You're correct, too. In the 250 class, actually, both the Lawrence brothers looked pretty good in them, and everyone else just kind of looked yeah. normal. But you could definitely see the Lawrence brothers hat. So, Let's just put it this way. It's a Honda the thing. It's a Honda had thing. Some shit out. Dude, The Honda's had it
1: figured out. <laughs> it's a Honda thing.
2: <laughs> Cause yes, you are correct, dude. Sexton was flying through those bad boys. But then he also yeah, uh, dropped anchor. pulled that high fade, you know, so <sighs> Yeah,
1: exactly. We can't we can't win for think, losing. Uh, you know, I love Starling. <laughs> and I'll never shit on him. But I think he did kind of screw Sexton a little bit.
2: Oh really you think that? I don't
1: that? Know if they showed it I don't know if they showed it on TV but it looked like like it just like he had to think too much about where Starling mm-hmm. was going.
2: Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I guess I but didn't it catch like that.
1: in person at least.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I guess I didn't catch that. Um Bro, how much um cuz you were there obviously and we weren't. How much of the stadium did they not use on the end where the starting gate was? Because I feel like from uh, TV it, it looked like there was a Lot of stadium that we didn't use.
1: That that whole side was under construction because that that wasn't there last year. Like if you go back and watch the races from last year, that <sighs> side of the stadium wasn't there. So it's all new construction. So they weren't letting people go over there.
2: Oh, okay. So oh, so oh, that was open then. That wasn't uh. There yeah, wasn't. Like
1: it wasn't. We couldn't even go over there if we wanted to.
2: Oh, okay, all right. I wondered what it was because it um. On TV, like, they showed it a couple times, and I could kind of see it where it was, like, there weren't any seats or anything there, and I was like, what the hell's going on with that? But then, like, it was super weird to me of, like, the tracks, like, they had the starting gate, okay, and it came out, say, 20, 30 feet, and then there was that little drop-off thing that they built there, and then, like, that was as far as the track itself went, so I was like, why are we not using, you know, the full stadium? Because I thought they could have, you know, made the rhythm lanes another 10, 15 feet longer. You would have gone right in front of the start true. gate like normal. But, like, we didn't do that at either one. Like, I noticed it last week, and then I was like, well, whatever. You know, the track is, seems smaller anyway because we come from Atlanta, which is the biggest track ever, to Salt Lake, which is a – Whoa. Somebody just smallest burnout. track. Somebody just do a burnout around somebody. Tom, was that you? Say what? <laughs> Who just did a burnout, all right? Somebody did a burnout. I heard it in oh, the headphones. We both did. Cav, okay, you doing burnouts in the van? No. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway.
1: No. My dad just started a tractor. That's probably what it was. Oh, okay. Hey, all is right. your van good now? My van? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, it still got the, the deer gave it a lick, and it's still... You can see where it gave it a lick, but... <laughs>
3: Other than
2: Apple Rolands. Privateer deer, life, the baby. Deer, the deer gave it a lick. Didn't you see that? He, like, hit a Not deer. Exactly.
3: No, I, I heard it, but I didn't.
2: Know. I didn't say I remember what it was, but, yeah, he hit a deer. And then I just Well, there's
1: see- a video on my Instagram of me jumping on the hood with a piece of wood pried under it. <laughs> to try to get
2: it under. <laughs> I remember that. I remember watching that going, oh, boy. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, we're but it, anyway, it. back to the uh, back to the racing stuff. Yeah, I remember – or. Er, I I just thought that like the the track could have been slightly bigger, uh, and I don't bigger know why. Like, I don't know what it is, but I okay. I don't
1: really. I'm not a big fan of the Salt Lake dirt. Like I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean, dirt is dirt, but it's just it it sucks to try to like the track turns into a goat line almost. Okay. Like there's there's one main line that a lot of the guys were taking. Yeah. Seems like.
2: Yeah, there wasn't a ton of... I mean, I know that had
1: a little bit to do with the, the way the track was built, but...
2: Yeah. There, that's how I felt. I don't know. So, silly season rumor mill stuff. Whoa, whoa. We've got a windstorm going here, so oh the, boy. The, the the shop's blowing away that it's we're sitting tor- in here. It's a tornado. It's a tornado outside. Wow. Um, People
3: are going to be like, really?
2: Uh, do you think we do more than 17 rounds next year, Kev?
1: I sure hope so. I hope we do twenty. Twenty?
2: Twenty five?
1: I hope it's ten and ten. Honestly. I hope it's ten and ten. I hope they have Wednesday races.
2: I think I think they're going to. If they can Yeah. They've
1: been I think I mean I don't this is just kind of what I've heard through the grapevine a little bit, but I think they're debating on doing Saturday Tuesday races. Not Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, but Saturday, Tuesday. I can get down with that.
2: Yeah, that'd be all right. But you know, we're going outdoors, so
3: that's the only thing that matters right now. Oh boy.
2: Yeah so
3: you you get more
1: races
4: in you get a couple more weekends off each round yeah uh what each 250 class it's another uh another round so you you would have you know 10 10 rounds to go and be on 250 and make something happen if you're in if you're in the 250 class right now and you got what is nine eight, eight or nine rounds you have one bad round good luck catching up
1: yeah exactly
2: yeah um yeah, I've heard, I've heard some things that they're going to try to do like the midweek, which makes sense because think about the money they're going to try to pull here. So they're going to do a Saturday-Tuesday race with an amateur day on Sunday at fucking... Oh, exactly. Shit. Well, that's,
1: that's, what, that's what they're thinking is doing Saturday, Supercross, Sunday, Monday, amateur, Tuesday, Supercross. Like, dude, that's such a money grab.
2: Oh, man. yeah. I'm in. I mean, I'm Three in all the in way. Michigan you're in you, you, i'm in you do, amateur, you do an amateur day hell yeah yeah we go we go into a couple rounds i, I mean dude I, they're probably gonna have it at indy are
4: you and team nami gonna go and set up some, team, and, team nami yeah who is
2: team nami we're gonna get some sinosalo <laughs> gear from back of the. i don't know who team nami is <laughs> i'm missing the reference wow
3: this definitely went
2: over sorry tom what? that went over his head yeah T- team nami
3: it. all the way bro kevin
2: do you know who team nami is Negative. Yeah, super cross the movie. Supercross super the movie with like Silent. Oh yeah, duh. Team Not
1: oh.
4: Trav's yeah. yeah. like, oh I got He's it. Like, yeah.
2: I know. Wait, I haven't seen about,
1: that. Like Casey Carlisle and those guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro. Travis. Oh, yeah, that was, was awesome. that was my right. right. that was like his his brand one of my, new my favorite shooter. movies. <laughs>
3: I'm still out Team Nami bro Look it up next When we get done with this podcast Look it up Team Nami Travis
4: Travis watches more movies Than everybody I know He's never seen Supercross movie
3: What the fuck It's not really that great of a movie (laughs) I heard it's terrible It's it's, it's, it's kind of like Bennett's War But it's Team Nami Oh my god I mean there may or not May not be some 450s on there That they have two stroke noises (laughs) Over
2: (laughs) Yeah Uh, Kev you hearing anything else Good in the pits man God bless we want the rumor mill, bro. What? You hear, you hear anything else good in the pits this weekend? Any good rumors? We want the rumor mill, bro. Bust it? it out. TMZ now. Dude,
1: I haven't heard a whole lot of rumors when it comes to, like, teams or Supercross. Like, I haven't really been in the the gossip mix, to be really honest, unfortunately. Well, look,
2: bro. If you want this money to keep coming in from us, you're going to need to get some Love. of that going. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> really well, blackmailing you like, <laughs>
1: here to an extent though too oh
2: come <laughs> yeah, on it's fine nobody listens to this show we get like 200 views on YouTube it's
4: fine what'd you say while you've been in the race day live program a little bit now are you just uh do they hand you your mic and say hey sit in the chair or do they show you like the truck and everything
1: um do they show you the what and everything like the production truck Oh, oh no, yeah, they just, so they just, no, they just sit you in a chair pretty much. Because, like, we were up in the box offices. So, like, they have the stands and then they have, like, the suites, I guess. We were just up in uh, one of those levels. And, yeah, they just had a chair, a small little TV right under the camera. And, that like, I literally watch what you guys watch and I commentate off of it. <laughs> Does that make sense?
2: That's awesome. It's pretty yeah.
1: hard to see uh in detail when you're up in the box watching
2: on the floor yeah were you um were you oh no we don't watch
1: we don't watch the floor like they put like a tv in front of us and literally what you guys are watching on tv is what we watch on tv and we just come coming com- off of it
2: were you um were you in the press yeah, box yesterday too
1: watch uh, i went up there yeah but i didn't get on to race day live again
2: yeah well yeah i knew that i just was i thought i saw a picture that you were up there how does how does that work do you um do you just like start flashing I don't your know, credential
1: <laughs> dude start. i just literally don't even i never a credential i just walk up in there like i own the place and nobody questions me
2: that is what i like to hear oh man <laughs> i gotta start doing this i need to get like a i need to get a picture of the credential i'll make one and then i'll just walk around like dude you want to be honest oh 100 <laughs> percent i'll probably get in trouble for this one but perfect
1: let's do it say whenever it. i get done with racing i mean not really it's not that big a deal but whenever i get done with racing I will literally probably just uh, grab somebody, like, see what a credential looks like. I'll take a photo of it, just print it off, laminate it onto, like, a hard card, and just walk around like I own the place, and I guarantee you can get pretty much anywhere.
2: I'm in. I'm in on this. I mean, what's the worst they're going to say? Who are you? (laughs) And then you got to leave? Okay. Exactly. I mean, of course, I heard. Then you look at him and be like, you don't know who I am? Oh, Yo, yeah. you don't know who I am, dude? <laughs> I heard a I'm Marvin Muscat. I heard a story about people doing that back in the day. I don't remember how long ago it was that they literally did that. They like printed off <laughs> some fucking. Oh, no, though. You go to Arena cards. back in the day? Yeah. They didn't,
3: like, I remember being at a Buku Arena Cross dude, and Kelly um, Smith like, was getting like hassled. He was in gear and the guy was like, you can't be up here, sir. He's like, do, do you not see that I'm in full? Do you think I just wear this around the fucking pits? <laughs> He's like, oh no, you can't be up here. You don't have your la- your lanyard. He's like, what? Huh? Yeah,
1: they they are pretty <laughs> anal about it sometimes, but like that's what I like. Oh, I would say seventy five percent of the staff has no idea what's going on.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> drugs. Yeah, <laughs> drugs. It's all the drugs. drugs. So as, long, all the as
1: long as you flash a card, they're not gonna stop you and be like, oh, is that real?
2: <laughs> Be like, dude, I'm Ricky Carmichael. What do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. It's fine. I don't speak English. Yeah, no, I speak uh, the English. Don't do that ever again. They it's fine. Stop. No one listens to this. It's not a I good. know. I know. The only people that listen to this are the people that are on it. <sighs> and my mom. My mom listened to our oh, show hey, last what was week. What Your was mom
1: the after party what like last
2: night. Oh boy, Tom has a serious what? question. After party?
1: What was the after party like? Last Kevin last doesn't night? party. The night after dude, the championship. I didn't.
3: Always
1: Yeah, well, I went over to, like, so I was, like, I witnessed when you probably saw those videos of, like, Cooper and Nichols uh, burning out together and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. But, like, I left right
3: after that because I flew out. I had to get up at, like, 530 in the morning. Kevin does, exactly. well, totally. a, Kevin does a
2: party. Kevin does a party. He's Kevin is a nice responsible boy. Yeah, there, he's a nice Tom. respectful young man. He oh, doesn't party. Bad. He God. didn't go to the strip clubs and everything yeah, with everybody, he does, all right? He's a, he's a, he's got better things to do. That monster party with the orgies See, and like, the if cocaine. I won, if I won
1: the championship all the cocaine. I would 100% go out, but like I don't feel like i deserve it. Yet.
2: Okay, Fair. Well, this is a, Fair. I like the attitude. I like the attitude. Kevin gets a podium though. Kev gets a podium. It's all around. It's on. The podium.
1: He's, he's going out.
2: It's fucking on. I still love the Jake fact that Kev talks about we're himself in the third out. person.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bro, Kev gives a, gets a podium at a race we're at. Oh, Jesus. The American Express is going down on the bar, and it, we're drinking. The whole the, the whole, whole night. night. The whole night the away. The whole night. <laughs> the whole night away. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be awesome. Kev won't remember that podium the next day. No. Kev won't be able to stand up and say podium <laughs> the next day. It'll be no. awesome. I
1: would. How terrible would that be to not remember your first podium No,
2: nah, it would be fucking epic it'd be great
1: <laughs> that would be a
2: great story but Jeff that would Emick be all as day as long
3: <laughs> oh man I don't think Fro remembered a lot of his podiums
2: that's fine he had many so uh, fucking
3: awesome that
2: guy's great and so was uh what's
4: that what's the video effect? then uh with Lo dog and and, and Megan old guy
3: and Havasu probably
4: Fresno smooth oh yeah
2: oh God here <laughs> we go Fresno Smooth. <laughs> oh, oh man here we go alright well Kev you got any other podcasts lined up this week
1: Uh, I do not okay. I need to get on top of that you know but you know I, I'm, my whole my heart and soul is with the Moto Apperance show you know what I mean Oh
2: wow, God. here he we go he, Wow that's she a fucking that gargling noise in the background Yeah i <laughs> sucking up dude god
3: How much are, did you up it, did you up the the sponsorship money cuz Jesus I don't I, remember doing that yeah, but maybe. Like,
2: like did he get your credit card number or Oh, wait. You know what? It's the second. The payment just went through. Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. I was about to say. You're
3: right. Wow. Oh, he's he's like a on
2: pulp. I mean, oh, shit. We don't even go to the races. <laughs> no, we don't go to the races. We don't even go to the races. We should not be talking about yeah, we it. We need to talk suck. about something. Do so you guys want to talk about politics or what? Okay.
4: No. So, Mr. Moran, mm-hmm. what's the oh, what's the next few weeks before the outdoor season looking like for
1: you?
2: Back on the like, show. How long is it so, a to it's a good thing Tom's here to bring everything pretty together.
1: Much, <laughs> pretty much for me right now. Um, like, that's why I didn't race the last two, just because, like, I could have probably got away with the ribs and the uh, the lung situation. It would have hurt really bad if I would have hit the ground again <laughs> with my ribs. But uh, my biggest reason why I didn't race is just because my shoulder didn't feel 100% yet. So, if everything goes good, you know, we'll be round one, round two of outdoors. But we just got to make sure that the shoulder kind of comes together
3: properly. Cool. Uh, on a team or –
4: <laughs> are, are you doing testing for Pride Outdoors? Are you just kind of picking the bars you usually run and putting your sponsor tires and clutching and that kind of crap on racing race the otherwise top bike?
1: Um, I'm probably going to be doing 450. So I'll probably be on more or less a stock bike. Oh, no, on a team It'll or? have a recluse clutch and an FMS
3: pipe on it. Oh, oh never mind. Mm. No team.
1: Unless oh. Tom wants oh, to man. mod it, which I don't know. I don't know if he'll want to or what we can do or if it's even worth it or what, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out
2: though. Um, I what about your suspension.
1: Uh, Decker Performance in Missouri. So like in so Racetech slash Decker Performance.
2: Nice, sweet. Are you still yeah. uh? Are you still on board with uh? What was it? Bike graphics or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, dude. I'm
1: dropping the ball on that one. I gotta get that to you. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, because I'm am in the process of ordering some P Dub graphics for my kid's bike right now from them, because they uh they actually make them. So yeah, wow, that's
3: good.
1: Yeah, and because you wanted it, because you wanted to get some more of those little thank you things, don't you?
2: Yes, yes, I want those stickers too.
1: Well, in fact, uh, you know, everybody who's a part of said Patreon at a certain level, uh, is going to be getting a new package somewhat like that. So if you're not a part of it, you should join it.
3: To everybody
1: not talking about
2: yeah i just like that plug bro that was I just, smooth
3: i just fucking love it
2: he smoothly went into that too he's like hey by the way every, those
3: stickers that you got last time every time he's like patreon if you're not a part of patreon you should go get on the patreon, patreon? Bro,
2: look we got to get our boys some money okay i can only shell out so much a month i know i got a family i got a bunch of motorcycles <laughs> i can only afford so much okay I, w- I wish I had more money to do it.
3: I, t- I told him, man, he gets. And 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 if you join it, you get all the content and the crazy wrecks and the crazy look I,
1: action. The content's you can't good. See if you're not a part of it.
2: Exactly. I want
3: to. I want to try to. Thi- I want to try to figure out a, a bonus thing for Kev for me through you to pay to him for outdoors. But I want to try to figure out if it's if it's going to be position based or qualifying based
2: You got a PayPal?
3: No, I'll just give you the money. Oh, and You just PayPal let's do through
1: position based please. Not quali- <laughs> not qualifying.
3: This is getting better and better.
1: Have you seen my qualifying times in the last two years?
3: That's true. Never. Well, you're on the 450 now.
1: I will. <laughs> you're right, but I'll qualify 38th and I'll end up 18th.
2: Bingo. So what, should we
3: do? Should we do? Should we, do should we do top 10? Top 15?
2: Look, when I was paying that way, I was paying top 20 bonuses per moto or whatever.
3: Yeah,
1: top top 20s. That's in the <laughs> point. That's pretty legit. Kevin, Kevin's like, dude, just bare minimum
3: on top. You know what? I'm trying to make you strive for greatness, Kev. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> hey, strive for greatness. Here's 10 hey, bucks. you're
1: talking supercross next year. You're talking supercross next year. We talk top 10s, top 15s, whatever. We're talking 450 class. We're talking no 5s if we're 250 class. But I was talking outdoors about outdoors. another animal. I was talking about
3: outdoors this summer.
1: Yeah.
3: I was talking about outdoors this
2: summer.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying.
2: Hey. <laughs> Kev, just strive for we can, greatness. We
1: can get those lower numbers in uh, Supercross.
2: <laughs> strive for greatness. Ten dollar bonus if you get it. That is not what I was no talking problem. about. I was talking about a decent <laughs> amount of money. Shut up. Yeah, don't let Justin. Don't let Justin kid you. Okay, this this dude's over here owning pizza places and Bro, shit. Bro, I just told you he makes you, a lot of money. Look,
3: I also told you. Have you talked? Have you contacted Bobby Piazza yet?
2: We have not communicated about our budget for that one. Okay. Okay. Well, figure it out and get back to me. I need a budget. So, I can tell him a budget when I text him. Oh, God. Anyways.
1: So, how does Kevin get on this program if you guys are talking to Bobby Piazza?
2: Well, see. So, here's the thing. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, so here's the thing. Kev's I'll like, this is what, bullshit. I'm
1: pretty sure going to probably put up some better results and some better marketing than him. Well, so, That is very true. So,
2: here's the funny thing we were doing. with The Bobby P thing we were talking about last week was a was a one-race deal... At Redbud because it would be a local, so we could do all the stuff we need to do with it. But so his last name is Bobby Piazza, right? So everybody calls him Bobby Pizza, at least around here. So Justin works for a pizza company. So the idea was we were going to, like, I don't know, cover some of his expenses for Redbud. We were going to get him canvas gear because their their logo is a fucking uh, Pizza Patrol girl. Pizza Patrol officer, dude. So we were going to literally get the gear printed so he looked like the fucking the guy on the logo (laughs) and then get his jersey printed as with as pizza on the back instead of piazza and do like this whole like spoof thing about him being the fucking pizza patrol guy or whatever because his name was bobby pizza so, that was what we were okay, talking about I, doing I do, with that. I do
1: like this idea. Yeah, I do like this idea.
2: Sorry that your name is not... If you change your last name, if you go down and change it legally to pizza, like, we can talk about this program here, okay? But we're trying to spread the love around a little bit, and this spoof thing seemed real funny to us last week when we were doing the show, so...
3: I'm still on board for it. That's where we're at. I respect at. that. I respect that.
2: But Justin seems like he wants to get on board for some, some, some uh, moto bonuses here. I want to help out, Kev. So... I like that. But hey, tell him fuck you. Pay me.
3: I appreciate
2: that. What the fuck? Tell, 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 <laughs> tell him you want two hundred bucks for a top twenty. I'll give him two hundred bucks for a top twenty. Oh, ho, ho. yeah. Look at that. There we I'm are. Overall or per moto? That I've to figure it out. Maybe maybe overall. Oh, now we're backing down a little bit. No, we're not. We did, did
1: we did we did per moto last time.
2: Uh-huh. We did do per moto. Are last you on time. the two
3: hundred bucks per moto? I
2: pay him monthly now. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Whether he's racing or not, I pay him monthly now. So, yes, my situation changed. I was paying a rate plus per moto last year. Oh. Now my rate has changed. Sorry, Kev, if you didn't want me to blow that out on the air. but It's not like like you said. I'm not not, not not giving specific numbers. numbers. I'm just saying this was how I was was paying. It was was that way last year. There was a base and then a per moto bonus per. I think we were top 20, weren't we?
0: Yeah.
2: We were top 20 outdoors, and we were if he made the main supercross deal. So, which, the if he made the main... I'm glad I'm off that program, because this year I'd have been like, bro, okay. Before, (laughs) Before it was like, maybe you wouldn't make a couple, save me a couple bucks a couple weeks. Now it's like, no, he's making every main, so I'm out. I'm just gonna pay my flat rate and be <laughs> out on this. We should we should uh, do a top ten bonus. Yeah,
1: you like it a lot. You probably like it a little bit better now, huh? It's very easy you know exactly for me. what you're getting in for. It's very easy for me. Yes.
2: We should do a top ten. Top ten. That's between why I created
1: the program. Have a little bit more consistency.
2: Yes. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. So, yeah. all right, man. I know you said you had things to do, and we're just blundering through BS now. So we appreciate you coming on again. <laughs> make sure to check out Kevin's Patreon uh you can go to moransracing.com right is that the right website every time i ask this kevin <laughs> kevin
1: morans.com <God. laughs> kevin, morans. dot com. kevin morans. dot com. Morans racing tab. you can join any tier uh any tier gets you a signed poster ship straight to you you get included in uh the, all the exclusive content uh at morans racing on instagram and then you get a bunch of cool perks and giveaways and bunch of cool stuff like that so you go check
3: it out see travis if you were if you were a real sponsor you'd remember that and you'd write this down so you don't forget
2: look man i already got a sheet full of shit i gotta say at the beginning you of don't the show say that shit right either
3: too shut
2: <laughs> up we get through it i don't forget anything okay and now i gotta add to it because we got that another sponsor great,
3: great season for
4: you bud that eight-five machine was really looking good this year it's, uh, it made us real happy to see so much tv time and so much progression to where you're making 450 mains all of a sudden That's, uh,
3: bro we were all it's idea. gonna be TV, better right? outdoors I
1: appreciate that. It's a better outdoors. Thank you.
2: But yes, congratulations on a great season, bud. <laughs> go get. You're such an asshole. It going. <laughs> go get. Go get your stuff done. I'm expecting whole shots for outdoors. Justin, more so. We're expecting a
4: celebration party at the end of the season too. So you got to make some noise. do a first lap bonus. <laughs> <I notice. bet. laughs>
2: so. All right. Thanks, Ooh, buddy. I do like
1: this idea.
2: <laughs> oh oh right, God. Sounds good. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, man. I'll call you <laughs> tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, Kevin Morans, everyone. We're really good at this whole podcast thing, aren't we? We're different than everybody else, so that's all that matters. Yes, 100%. Tom, I'm glad you were there to bring bring some actual content instead of us just dicking around with a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. Oh, what do you think the vlogs are going to be like? They're going to be even better. Oh, the vlogs are going awesome. to be the.
3: I'm looking forward to the Redbud vlog. Yes. leading like up to
2: the Redbud vlog. Yes. So uh, did I tell you, boys, I rode the other day? I already knew you rode last week. I Well. Did you pump up again after two laps? Kind of. Oh, okay. So I rode two 10s the other day out here with the kid from down the street. He showed up Tuesday and rode by himself here. Like, I was out there. Like, yeah. we were all outside, but I wasn't riding. I had stuff to do. And then Wednesday he came down, and we rode two 10s. I think he rode, like, three or four. I don't know. He rode a lot. Uh, but he's a kid, so whatever. Uh, the first one, I... Uh, three minutes? No, no, no. I went 10. Oh, okay. I did go 10 both times. Uh, the first one, I think he only lapped me three times, and my max heart rate was 189. Nice. The second one, I think he only got me twice, and my max heart rate was only 179.
4: He lapped you three
2: times in 10 minutes? Progress, not per- not Perfection. Like I didn't say anything, did and then, the or exam- then Tom, and just or Tom just comes in. Tom just comes in like you I told Tom suck. this last night. Tom's like, dude, just go ride. Quit fucking worrying about everything else. I'm I've working.
4: never heard anybody call practicing, uh, just going riding in the neighbor's house or whatever, calling and doing it doing a models. I've never heard it my whole life. So, uh, calm down heart a little bit.
2: <laughs> was, never, it wasn't the neighbor's house. 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 It was at my that house. That was Tom's. Model,
4: my heart my rate never even crossed my mind. That, that was Tom's
2: polite way of saying you suck. I do suck. No one's saying I don't suck, <laughs> bro. I got not, lapped.
4: To give you a bike. Yeah,
2: I got lapped by a kid on a 125, multiple times. He probably rides more than you do. He rides a lot more than me. There you go. A lot more than me. That, so you know, cool. whatever. I'm just out there cruising around. Felt good to ride though. I'm gonna ride a couple times this week here. So hopefully I get the kid's bike this week, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go to Ziegler on Saturday. I think. I'm excited. We got a few weeks off here, to uh, to do some riding Are on they, the weekends. Did
4: they water that track?
2: Yeah, a
3: little bit. Well, we really only have like a week, and then we got to do the outdoor preview.
2: Well, what I mean is, I don't have races to watch. Oh, yeah, you only have three weeks of that, and then we're back in. That's outdoors. fine. And I'm so looking forward to it. Outdoors is going to be God. different this year for me. Oh, we're it, Supercross. Wa- over Supercross. Watching it live is probably not going to be as much of a thing for me this year. Why is that? Because I want to go ride. Oh, so you just watch it? Yeah, later, let's then?
4: go next weekend to Scottsdale, Arizona.
2: No, what the? F- going to Barrett Jackson or something?
4: we being a pussy.
2: I'm I. If you saw the amount of shit I have seen at my shop right now, I cannot go to Arizona right now. It'll be fun. Tom texts yeah, me like two weeks bad. before he wants to go somewhere. He's like, "Hey man, you want to go for a weekend?" And I'm like, "Bro." Bro, no. <laughs> d- dude, you should have seen him. Back I gotta in the- know yeah, six. Quick, yeah. I gotta know six months in advance. You, all right, you should
3: have seen this like ten years ago, man. When he was working for Verb and I was traveling all the time. Oh god, he'd be like, "Hey man, you going to a national? It's the day before we have to leave. You want to go?" And I'm like, "What the hell?" I remember being I'm at.
2: A, I remember being. I'm about at,
4: that life. I'm trying to live.
2: Tom's a gypsy, bro. I remember being at a race. And
4: having plans and it wrecks there for a lot of shit because being spontaneous is where the action's at.
2: I
3: remember being at a race, and I think this was before High Point. And he he calls me up while I'm at this race, and he's like, "Bro, you you want to go to High Point?" And I'm like, "Tom." it i'm already at a race
2: i'd be like if i'd have known i'd have gone (laughs) i mean back in the day like mid-20s or whatever yeah this was i I would have i would have been all over it with him actually this would have been longer than 10 years ago this would have been back uh 2008 or 9 at the age of 32 with a business and a kid it's uh not as much of a thing for me anymore I got to know in advance and fucking plan to schedule fucking people around it. You've
4: never it. done it before, so you're not good at it. You just got to do it.
2: What are you talking about? I used to do shit like this all the time. No, I think he's talking about like going Maybe. to
3: like, races. Not oh, like other shit. are you talking like, about go, going to races go, or are you talking I'll, about the
2: spontaneous thing?
4: Both. It's hand in hand.
2: I mean, the spontaneous thing, I like I said, I used to just get up and do shit all the time. Yes, in my in my lower in my mid 20s but again you're talking no business no family like it's much easier to do shit then now it's much more difficult yeah, I, I mean I'm going to be real honest to with pull you that I off. wish I could I, I just wish I could get paid to go to the races in any capacity I mean we're working even, on it I don't even really like if you can go to the race for 40 bucks we make $40 a month on YouTube really yeah what are doing what just with our stuff No I mean like what would I have to do with the races <laughs>
3: I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say, man, I'm not going to a fucking local race. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I would go to a local race right now, and I wouldn't know anyone there. Yeah, duh. Me neither. Like, I have no desire to I ever... I like around. that. What's up? I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I've been to a local race. It's just weird because... And you know this, Tom. <laughs> like, we went to the races for so many years, and you go there, and like, the moment you roll onto the property, no matter where it is, you, you already see 10 people you know, and like... I got yep. I got used to that and and I've used this analogy for a while. I think that like for a long time, there was a there was a group of guys, and I say so much more in Michigan. There was a group of kids that were just like riding in the backyard, going to practice tracks or whatever. And then that group of kids that were, I would say in air quotes, fast or like amateur, or like going to amateur nationals or privateers. When they all decided, oh hey, we have families, or oh we're going to college, or we're done riding. I feel like the moment that they walked away, all these fucking kids that were riding in their backyard all of a sudden decided to start going to local races around here. Because last time I was at a local race, I didn't know anyone there. I, I didn't know the name. I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't know anyone, and
2: that's just why I have no
3: desire to show up to a local race anymore for any reason.
2: There might be some guys going back now because they have kids. Meet new people every time you go. Justin's an introvert. He you doesn't know, want to look, meet anybody. Going
4: off of what you just said, it's beautiful. So the where I'm from is uh is Southeast Michigan, and my specific town. There was a handful of us guys that grew up together and rode together, and most of us went on pretty far with the careers. And like even so. The very next town over, like Chris Fillmore, the the factory KTM guy from that town, there,
2: like there was a little
4: hotbed of guys. We all grew up racing and just we would literally practice every single day, never even failed. And uh, there was so much competition, local competition like that, that it became kind of a hotbed because there's a whole bunch of guys in our area that would come and practice with us. Even even still today, there are a lot of guys right around the corner from here are really good and it kind of created its own hotbed well now as of as of right now i've never seen so many people with brand new bikes in my whole life than i have right now last year or so tons of people have new bikes and tons of people have bikes in general so i'm looking to see if that kind of wave comes again because now there's a lot of people riding it's just a matter of time right
3: Oh, don't get me wrong i think it's great i think i think this industry is booming right now i just it's it's hard because like I feel like the talent level and you talking about, and I obviously know the certain guys that you're talking about. I feel like the talent level nowadays, especially in Michigan, it's just, it's not, it's not like it used to be like me and me and Matt Wyman always bitch about this. Cause like when I was working on his bikes, like we'd go to, we'd go to an amateur national, we'd go to regional and he'd be in the B class and he's got to race Barsha and Malcolm and Regal and Sonny D and Alex Hindle and Ricky winners and so on and so forth. Corman, oh. And it's like, dude, now you go to a local race and, like, the kid who's winning the B class – this is no disrespect to them. It, not everybody can be fast. The kid who's winning the B class probably couldn't even qualify for Loretta's. You know, I know that there's a certain group of kids right now, especially on the east side of the state, that there's a few – you know, I know, like, Christopher Blackmer. He's, he's fast. He, he's very fast. You know, Mark Phineas, he's fast. But for the most part, there's not a lot of talent left in Michigan as far as being nationally known. And it's just weird because, like, I was – you know, you go to the races 10, 15 years ago and be like, holy shit. Like, any of these kids could go win a national championship. And now it's like none of these kids could win a national championship. So it's just – I don't know. It's, it's just – it's different, man. It's just – it's different.
2: But don't you think that's just, like, part of the times here because everyone's gotten to the, oh, I got to go to these facilities. I got to go to these facilities. Yeah. I mean, dude, look at – look at right here. We have that Supercross track I found Yeah. five minutes from my house, right? Yep. That kid – does not ride in michigan anymore you're talking about uh, shuring yeah yeah he no rides way. a facility down yeah, south no, Yep. Yeah, yeah. i mean so these kids from michigan might exist but they just go to facility
3: oh yeah no no i i know it and there's a lot more that goes into it i just you know and and uh, tom you know you no, a good point you, you go you go you went to Baja back in the day and you had tjot you had oh, yeah. Corey okay. slavic you had Doney you had dano you had alex hotchkiss you know you had eric montrell Diddy. you had all these kids and it's like you you wouldn't be able to find kids like that nowadays. Like you yes. just you
2: wouldn't. But don't you feel like they're just at the facilities and, and not there was like the local full races? Gates of that
4: too.
3: What's that, Tom? The
2: depth is
4: so deep. There was like full gates of that. Kind well, of, well, no, uh, Travis. Tra- tra- to, tra- to, you really to your point.
3: To your point, Travis. No, no disrespect to some of these kids, but the names that I just named back in the day in their prime, yeah. and I say prime because all the a lot of these guys they're all our age or older. Yeah. The kids nowadays. Wouldn't hold a candle to these kids hmm. or those those dudes back in the day. Like the fastest kid now, if he were to go try to race Dano Alzeybrook back in Dano's prime, and, and Tom can back me up on this, Dano would put the beat down on him without even trying. Hmm. And that's not me pumping up Dano right because because exactly and I, because I love Dano, but like or Corey Slavic for that example. They wouldn't even be close, hmm. and and like I said, that's no disrespect to these kids now. But my point is, is just the the talent level is not the same. Those kids now wouldn't even be able they to keep them bad. within a, a minute. Hmm. Like they would just get smoked. So I, I don't know. It's just it is a sign of the times, but it also just speaks to the talent level that was back then. Hell, fucking even um, uh, Thomas Templeton is another kid that comes to mind. That kid was insanely fast in the sand. Oh yeah, I just bought him. Oh yeah, how's he doing?
4: I don't remember. <laughs>
3: oh, oh jesus, yeah, right jesus christ now I, was, I just seen him i was doing mm, i don't know <laughs> all
2: right so let me let me ask you guys uh, this you question know. here since we've kind of moved past we've we've covered all the racing and everything here so and we're into some other stuff so let me ask you this here i have been looking at starting a media company per se okay Ooh, this is news to me okay this has been very high casting in my mind. Mo- this has been what not. <laughs> Did not you just say couch. cast it? No, okay. not well, that kind. Not that kind of media. Not that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> We're not about that life. Although, remember the whole I have a kid and a nope, family nope. now. I know. I know. <laughs> never mind. Just kidding. Anyway, I wasn't. Do you guys think there would be any interest in having a local media company that goes around to these tracks and either a does a live stream broadcast of the races? Or B, films all the races from a a a third person point of view, much like you would get you know a TV race broadcast, and puts together a somewhat TV race broadcast of say let's just say District 14. Yeah. Okay, since that's the district we're in. Yep. Whatever you know, and I've thought about this not just with motocross. I've thought, okay, what if you go to uh uh 131 motorsports park and you do drag Uh, racing racing, and you do circle track track racing and you do all of these events that are in the local area and you do a youtube channel you know you have what you call a media house whatever you do a youtube channel and you have coverage of all of these events especially in the times nowadays where not everyone's going everywhere because of all sorts of different things that we won't mention on here uh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Big C nineteen. we just got banned. Um. Anyway. Uh. But what are you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on something like that? Well, I would let Tom go first, well, considering uh, you, he worked for a
4: company that did that. Sounds like a business proposal. It sounds like someone that wants to go uh, and do it at a racetrack to make any money.
2: No, no. I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about me doing it. This would be a full blown. Separate company from my... I don't have time to do anything like this. This would be a full-blown separate company for myself. Like, I want the media company in the fact of I want to be able to do all the media that I want to do around the things that I'm doing. But I'm just thinking, how can I expand this out? What happens if this media company starts making more money than your other company? Great. perfect.
3: Awesome. So, so would you? I would my love
4: point is, where would, is the business in this? Who is going to be paying for your service? Because if it's going to be the racetrack, you're not going to make the money.
2: The so I don't think the, I, don't the I don't know that the racetrack. I don't know the would pay, but if you could build enough of a following, which is sure shit wouldn't. If you could build enough of a following, which I think you could, if you were doing this, okay? Because I know there's plenty of guys, as much fun as you're going to make, myself included, who I haven't gone to a race. This year for a local race. I haven't, uh, I didn't go to any last year, I don't think. Um, so I'm always super interested to see, like, how fast are these guys that I'm about to go race against? Like, am I really going to look that fucking dumb? Is it, you know, is anybody that I know racing still? All sorts of stuff like that. I, d- I don't know. Are it- trying to do this to make money or are you just trying to do it as like a hobby? I want it to make money. I want it to be self sufficient.
4: Where I'm going with this is. There's not a business case it to doing this right now. Yeah, it'd be cool to have video of it, but the amount of equipment and manpower that goes into a production, even a little 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 uh, local race one where you have one or two guys in the camera and you and you're just covering, you got one guy on the on the on the mic or whatever, and you're just covering some of the races. Like just to do that is a significant operation. It's not like you just got you send Johnny with your VHS. You know, camcorder out there, it's, it's yes. a big deal. So to have that be something that not only really pays for itself, but to make money on it, you're not really going to be into a whole lot of money unless you got some kind of wicked niche with it where you got a sponsor paying a shitload of money or something. You're not. It's not really a business thing to me.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just look at stuff like okay, you look at Red Bull Media House. Okay, Jesus, yeah. I mean that a juggernaut. They make money separate from red bull they are not they like red bull sponsors some of the events that they do but that is a completely separate enterprise from red bull but again i like it because red bull can pull from them to do media for them so this is this is where i get into this is like look i already want to bring someone in for media because i don't do enough of it myself i mean and obviously we do the show and i struggle with even getting the show out because i'm busy with doing other stuff but it's like i would like to have a media company that can do all that stuff that i can go okay cool let's let's try this idea let's go get some sponsors let's build a fucking let's let's build a channel you know and we'll go from there and then we can build some sponsorship into it with people you know where you can take them a catalog and say hey i don't know let's just throw a company out there which is completely a blue completely out there but let's just say i go to red lobster and i say hey man i have this channel i put out this many videos on it you know it gets this many views we cover this 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 and this all in the local area and you know if you sponsor us we will blanket you across all these different videos to all these different genres that we're hitting type deal i i don't know it's just it's an idea i've had and like I said, I've been listening to a lot of different stuff about the Red Bull Media House and how they kind of do things, and I've been kind of trying to piece this together in my mind to figure out a way to make it work because I just think in today's day and age, with so much stuff being online, and I've gone on rants and rants about this of how we don't get the content we deserve from like the Supercross and Motocross promoters and how they're really dropping the fucking ball on that, it's like this could stem down even, so, even into a local level. You could you could literally it could come down even into a local level, and it wouldn't have to be wouldn't have to be big time either. As I've talked to Justin a little bit and Cole, we here have to change our ideas. Instead of trying to go out and find a an, uh, sponsor that's going to pay us sixty thousand dollars to fucking you know support the show, why can we not find? 60 different people that would spend a $1,000. That's much easier. So if you go on this channel, okay, say this channel, again, like I said, covers District 14. So you're basically Michigan, are they Michigan, Indiana? No,
3: it's just Michigan. District 15 is Indiana.
2: Okay. So you go District 14, covers Michigan. How many local Michigan companies could you go to and say, hey, I'm going to put this in front of X amount of people. It's going to, you know, whatever. If you want to sponsor it and be on, be on the broadcast for whatever, we need $1,500, $2,000. I mean, I, I, think, I don't know. Again, I'm just spitballing here. I think your biggest issue with that would be is, is more so how much money you're going to pay the
3: track owners. Because the track owners would be, there's, would be real dickheads about it. They would want a cut of it, and I, it wouldn't be cheap. Cause like I mean they I don't like I said I don't go to local races anymore but like I remember back in the day when we would do our trailer at like Redbud and the money that it costs just to have a trailer there to sell shit yeah so now you're talking about broadcasting the race and are you talking like National Weekend though no well Uh. even no like even just local events yeah like the cut that they get from your percent like your how much money you make. I just I don't know how much because now yeah even though it benefits them a little bit more because now you're just promoting their race you're not really trying to sell shit yeah but still we know how track promoters are nowadays like they're always trying to look for that huge cut yeah and that's why I think a lot of sponsorships have gone down over the years because these track promoters want so much money and it's justified like I get it but like I think that'd be your biggest issue where it'd be hard to make money is is like yeah how much money like, how much cut are they going to want <laughs> hmm. yeah I don't
2: know like yeah, Graham, I said
4: I like the concept of the of the content, but I hate to get this idea. The concept sounds good, though. <laughs> having having a feed of yourself racing or whatever is always fun to watch, right? But uh, I th- I think it doesn't matter
3: to me. I think more of uh, if you're talking about a media, talking about Red Bull Media House, or even like the way Monster Energy does stuff. I think it would be you'd make more you'd make more money doing like cool concepts. Like look at yeah. the shit that Monster does with their their uh their athlete side of things. Yeah. Like, what's the recent video, that, well, it's not recent, it's a couple months old, that they did with Kyle Busch where they, like, rented out the fucking bridge that goes oh, yeah. over floor. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that cost a lot of money, but, dude, that concept, and I'm not a NASCAR guy at all. I hate NASCAR. Mm-hmm. That was one of the coolest fucking videos I've ever seen. Yeah. Or anything with Jim Gymkhana. Or, you know, anytime they do anything with their snowboard guys. Yep. Anything that they, so I think if you were to do a media thing, it would be more of the concepts if you're trying to do just motocross, the cop like coming up I'm not trying to just do motocross. Yeah. I'm trying to span a whole bunch like, of Like remember a couple years ago when we were talking about trying to do something getting a group of guys and then getting drones to go over Bucks House and then yeah. get, like shit like that. Yeah. That you would be Oh man, I think so awesome. That would be more money making money off of that because I almost feel like nowadays when we talked about this people's attention span when it comes to YouTube. They yeah. like quick, quick, quick yeah. shit. You give them like a 10, 15 minute video of some cool shit, like quick like quick cuts, whatever. Dude, that's how these guys make... I mean, that's how Monster makes all their shit. That's yeah. how Ken well, Block and, made all of his And money. maybe that's how
2: it starts. Yeah. Maybe that starts, you build an audience and a following doing quick cuts of shit at events locally, and you then process out to filming the full, yeah. full event of whatever the fuck it is we're doing. I don't know. Like I said, it's an idea I've had. It's an idea I'm tossing around in my head. I'm cursed with this. Every time I come up with I want to do something, I have to think of how it can make money. I don't I don't do anything for fun anymore. <laughs> well it's hard. We're not young,
3: we're not kids anymore. Yeah, I know. Like that's cool when you're in your early twenties, but we're in our thirties. It's yeah. like that's not I, I think it's a cool concept and and, and I, I agree with Tom. I think that there is a, a place for it. I just think the whole streaming I think ten years ago, that would have been a moneymaker. Now, because there's so many ways to get the race out there, not yeah. locally. But, like, that's the thing. Also, it comes back to what we
2: just, our other conversation, if there's no real good talent, like, I don't think anybody really gives a shit. I mean, if the racing's good, the racing's good. It doesn't matter what the talent is. I can put P-Dub kids on TV if the racing's fucking close. People are going to love it.
3: I mean, it depends. Well, now you're talking about people on YouTube, though, and, like, people on YouTube are fucking stupid. Yeah, but I I I don't know. I think there's something for it, but I think that. I think it just had to be a different approach. Yeah. I think I think it could make money. To just...
4: the business part of it seems like you're trying to do you're trying to take the the place of like the trackside photo guys,
3: spot,
2: sure,
4: so to say, with with video, except instead, yeah, on a like a full TV broadcast budget, basically.
3: Like, there was a guy out of Florida that used to do this. I think it was, uh, I don't know if he's still around. I think it was called Road and Dirt Productions. Okay. He used to do that kind of shit. Like, he'd go to all, like, the Winter Ams or the Gold Cup Series. and yeah. Minios. And he would, he also had his own videos and personal videos, but he would do a lot of, like, he would film the events. Hmm. And it would be, it wouldn't be a live stream. It'd be, like, a day later because, obviously, we're talking 15 years ago. So, yeah. technology wasn't as good. But, like, he used to do that kind of shit. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's hard because nowadays there's so many ways to get... Yeah. Content out there. But I definitely think that there's an, a new wave of stuff video wise coming from just the motocross side. I don't mm-hmm. know about the other stuff you're talking about, but the motocross side, there's a new wave and new ideas that how people are doing shit. Yeah. And like we talked about with Steven Nineberg and Tyler Monaghan and Donzi D'Ambrosi, all these different people, they're proving that. Like, yeah. People don't want the traditional shit of, we're just watching a dude who's really, really fast. Yeah. You know? and verb moto kind of wes and all those guys kind of broke the mold on this like just go back and watch their video their Mm -hmm. videos from now are really good and i don't know about you tom i don't know if you've watched any of their videos lately but i still think their old videos like their platinum videos were some of the best i've ever seen but like they broke the style what's that
4: so much style
3: yeah they broke the mold like you would just want a way to do videos go watch go watch the stuff that verb put out like it's it's some of the best shit you'll ever see and that includes Red Bull Media House and Monster Energy. It's pretty Energy.
4: amazing that there's a handful of guys through the through the changes of the technology, right? So Troy Adamitis with the oh, love him by stuff, the way, and West with all the amateur stuff, and a few a few more of those guys. There's just a handful of guys in motocross history that have been big staples in the, in the media. Simon Cudby's another one. Island, another one. Like those guys, there's just a handful of them, and each of them have such their imprint on on what's and what we've really seen out of our support that's amazing to watch. Yep. Now, the way that everything's changing now to have all the fucking cameras on everything and like 360 view cameras, like all oh, that stuff's really cool, but it's going to be really interesting to see how it continues to evolve because mm-hmm. it's come so far.
3: I still think the coolest video I've ever seen yeah. is the heli shoot that Wes did with Malcolm uh, at their house at the Stewart compound when he was still on Kawasaki. Mm. I still think that's the coolest video. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance, Travis, you just watch the video. Mm. I still think it's the coolest video I've ever seen. Because hmm. they were doing heli shot shoots before anybody really was, yeah. And it was there was just this one section where he's going through the rollers, the famous rollers at Stu's compound, yeah. Um, it, it's still one of the most crisp shots hmm. I've ever seen. Interesting. And I just I I don't know what what Wes and those guys did. <laughs> it's second to none in my opinion. Interesting. But
2: okay, so we beat while that. We're
4: on the subject, oh. of Stewart. I wanted to mention that what what the sport needs now is James Stewart in the booth.
2: Oh, God. What's up? What? He said what the sport needs now is stew in the booth. Dude, I missed when he was doing those freaking update
3: things last yeah, year. Yeah, I did
2: miss those. Like,
3: I don't know what happened with that. I don't know if he wanted too much money. Like, they didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know, but I thought those were cool. Because, like, you never we, – we've never really heard a breakdown from James because, like, you know, he's widely regarded as one of, if not the most talented dude to ever throw a leg over a dirt bike. And – He can just explain things to people that most can't. And I just thought those breakdowns are pretty cool. Because we never got it from James. No. He never did that shit when he was racing. He always he never wanted to be in the public eye. Even though he was all the time.
2: Yep. Um So another thing this week that I saw here. I've only got like a couple more here. (laughs) Tom, are you are you busy? Do you need to go, man? We cold called you now you've been on for like an hour. Okay. Uh yeah, I, don't, I, mean, still I, anyway. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Todd Hoop walked I did out that. of the hospital the other day. That, that, was,
3: that was awesome. Fucking amazing. incredible. I did see that. That was awesome. I, I,
2: don't, I don't know what has happened in the last couple of weeks here. He's but a fucking animal. That was fucking insane. He's Todd Hoop. He's a fucking animal. He eats when con- I saw that,
4: I could not believe what I
2: was watching. I could not either. He eats concrete for breakfast. I text Coach Rob. I was like, your guy... Just walked out of the hospital and he's like, "Dude, I know it was amazing." I'm like, "Dude, I don't even know what happened." I'm gonna have to try to get a hold of him on social and see if I can get him on the show to talk about what happened and the recovery and stuff. But yeah, that was that was fucking amazing to see that.
4: Yeah, that goes to show once again that I tell same kids. So especially like when I got out of racing, but in hockey and things, I tell kids all the time: when you get hurt, every single time the doctor wants to rush to tell you, "You're oh, all, you're gonna." Never going to walk again. Oh, you're going to be retired the rest of your life. Whatever. They throw, they throw all that worst case scenario stuff at you. And it's the worst thing that they can do because it takes the hope out of you and it puts the already losing into you. So to kind of spark you to want to fight for it. Well, I think that's totally back afterwards. And here's another example where the damn guy should never have been able to, able to roll over again. And here he is walking out of rehab. That's, that's amazing. Yep. Yeah, they that's told him five weeks later or whatever.
3: They told weeks he'd never walk again. And look at it. Do.
4: I, they had to teach me and you know, I'm walking again. When I when I was fourteen my first my second race on two fifties my first race on two fifties was at Silverdome. My second one was at Freeland uh, in Michigan. And I uh, was my second race on two fifties. I just got sponsored by MSR and had brand new gear. It was like my first set of gear I ever got, like a three or whatever in my whole life, so it was like the coolest day in my life. I went out there second lap I think it was, I was battling and I uh, long story short, I kinda got caught off caught over on the face of a jump and the bike landed on top of me and broke my femur and my pelvis and I was like the second or third day I was in the hospital it just put me back together and the doctor's already telling me oh man you're never gonna walk again." You know, I'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude I'm, I'm at the time I was like maybe 14 or 15 and I'm just sitting there like is this for real is this guy actually my doctor telling me that I'm not gonna be able to walk and this is the dumbest shit I ever heard I'm gonna be
3: walking out of here next week and sure enough <laughs> I think that they tell
4: you that so that they're not liable but that, that, that's the worst thing you could tell somebody
3: I don't even want to get started on Doctors.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's not go down that path. I could go on that for hours. Um, shit, there was something else. C-
3: can we, uh, do you, are we allowed to say the
2: Zach Osborne thing? No, we're can not it? talking about that one. Oh, okay. We're not talking about Zach right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, nothing. Never mind. I'll tell you later. I'll call you after the show and tell you. Okay. Um not secret. Yeah, it is kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, Plessinger's going to KTM. Three-man team. Worst move ever. Why? It's gonna just Is eat. it stamped? No. Uh from my understanding it's stamped. Why is that the worst? Why is that bad? He's not he I, he's not gonna perform on that team. There's no way. Okay, he does, so he doesn't I, do well enough in a in a environment like that. That I was about to say, that's gotta be where you're going. You know the
4: last time I heard this was the same thing with the Yamaha rider going to KTM and it was a number two bike. <laughs> I'm not saying number seven down right now.
3: Uh, uh, i knew i knew that's where i remember was when he was not
4: that great at yamaha it was wasn't going his way and then all of a sudden he goes to ktm and magically he's a, he's a shit
3: i think travis is getting to the point that it star aaron gets to be aaron and i think that a lot of people think that when he goes to red bull uh that ian and roger are not going to let him be ap that he's going to have to be aaron Plessinger. he's not going to be ap yep
2: yep That's what I think. Now I don't think we're going to have a mullet and a fucking cowboy hat in opening ceremonies. Question, though. Question, question. It is a little bizarre. If
3: if Aaron Plessinger gets to be AP7 instead of having to be Aaron Plessinger, I don't know what his middle initial is, or I'd do Aaron whatever Plessinger, do you retract that statement? If Roger and Ian, who I understand, Roger and Ian are very professional. Obviously, they've won a lot of championships. They run a tight ship over there. But... If they look at Aaron, because obviously they've seen something from him, and they go, hey, maybe we'd be a little bit more relaxed with this kid. He can't go wild shit, but he can still be the little bit crazy AP. I'm going to say that if they let him be AP, I'm not saying he's going to be a Cooper Webb 2.0, but it's going to be the guy that we expected him to be coming out of the 250 class because it ain't going to be the bike that's holding the back. What's that? Yeah. Hey? Let out
4: there. If you're talking about uh, a guy like Costas, coming over there. That's got that kind of loose style, and you're you're concerned that those guys are going to be too rigid. Just remember, that Roger the has been in the game a long time. He managed to fucking Chicken mackerel, He He's <laughs> faced a couple guys with personality. Check out
2: my you know boat. I mean? like, I'm not too concerned about that part.
3: Yeah, I I think that if if if, if, if he gets to be AP. I think you're going to have his best season ever because uh, it's not going to be the bike that's going to hold him back. That's very obvious. I'm nervous. I can understand your your reservations, but I, I think that it's going to be better than you think. I, I really do. I think that the, he's going to gel well with that bike. Um, I'm a little disappointed that Ando, that Anderson's not going to star. But <sighs> so then that definitely means that Craig's getting the call up to the 450 if AP is going to KTM.
2: I think the Jason Anderson needs to go to Troy Lee's game. Do you think so? I think that'd be a good fit for him.
3: Although I think he'd punch Tyler Keefe in the perfect face.
4: Although he's got, he's got uh, whatever Alpine Star gear or whatever. Other than that, other than a couple of sponsor conflicts. Like, perfect candidate
2: for that.
3: I don't think him and Barsha would get along, though.
2: Him and Troy are the same person.
3: Yeah, but I don't think him and Barsha would get along, though.
2: <sighs> He's going to that Bobby Hewitt team, dude. I don't know what the deal is with that Bobby Hewitt team. You keep, I've, you I keep
3: saying that, but. I
2: keep hearing it and then at some point I heard it was dead, but then I keep hearing it again and I'm just like I don't know what to believe, so we'll see. But from my understanding, he's too tied into Rockstar to move over to to move over to the Monster Yamaha team and, uh, well, and Dino's retiring, so you know, there's that. Yeah, there's that too. So um all right, one last thing here before we wrap this up here. And Tom, you and I talked about this yesterday. Can we talk about the fucking broadcast? Okay. (laughs) Broadcast comes on at 10. Two hours, three hours into Race Day Live, they announce, oh, by the way, we're starting at 9.30. We have a pre-show now. And then the Mm pre-show is just them fucking bumble-fucking through opening ceremonies and trying to, like, build some hype for whatever. And Tom, like, you and I talked about, like, what the fuck? We, mm-hmm. we, we make it well, from my perspective. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, like you said yesterday, from your perspective, they announced the race is starting at 10. If you didn't watch race day live and find out that they that were doing a pre-show all of a sudden that's starting at 930, you turn the, you turn the channel on at five minutes to 10, say. And all of a sudden there's supercross shit on TV. Well, fuck. What did I miss? Did I, did they start early? Did I miss the heat race? What the fuck happened? Like, this is the kind of shit. It's a weekly thing. That makes us
3: look terrible. Oh, oh, so wait a minute. This is this yeah. is not really uh, on your that. Like I, I really don't have anything to say about that. But can we? <laughs> anybody here? Can, uh, uh, Todd Harris. How many times he screwed up names last night? Oh, Todd Harris was fucking. Justin last Lawrence night. talking about. Jet... I like Todd Harris. I do too because he's old school. Him and Cameron Steele. But good God, how many times does he got to mess up yeah. their names? Oh my God, Justin Thank Lawrence you. or J- or Jet Hunter or. H- or the Hunter Brothers. Yes.
2: <laughs> Fucking terrible, bro. <laughs> uh, I wanted to lead Diffie back so bad. So, is,
4: so, like, to go back to what he was originally talking about with the broadcast, something that, I, that really bugs me, and has always has always has about our racing, I'm really happy that it's a lot of live broadcasts, some of them at least, and, uh, and you're, or at least you have the opportunity to watch it live if you want to pay the premium for Peacock or whatever dumb shit they have. But the, the, what drives me crazy is that I'm a... Season fan, I've been in this a long time, whether it be a rider, racer, mechanic, whatever, general fan, doesn't matter. If I don't know when the fucking race starts, and I barely know what time, when it's supposed to be on, and then it isn't on, that's bad, because I want to watch the race, right? Well, if I'm trying to watch Red Wings hockey, for example, I know when the damn race is on. It's on a regular time. I know if there's change. I know when it is it's easy for me to know when the, races the hockey game is on. But when I'm watching Supercross, even knowing better and trying to look for it, it's difficult to catch the racing sometimes, and that is poor for the sport.
3: Well, so you know what they've done is they've made it where, because even though they're not affiliated with it, this becomes such a big social media thing, and, oh, I have to check. You have to now, if you're talking to Tom's point, for people like us who follow this shit and we know when stuff is on, but like for the average fan, which that's what they're trying to appeal for in Supercross, They've made it so now the average fan, if anything new happens, they have to get on all the fucking social media sites and find out from Mathis or Wygant or anywhere on Twitter. Oh, hey, we're starting at 930 now. They can't just go to their station or whatever or go to Peacock and it'll tell you, hey, this and that. Now you have to fucking funnel through bullshit on Twitter, or Instagram or go to Vital or whatever to find what's going on. I was watching the UFC prelims last night and then I think I see a thing come across my phone that goes, "Oh, the broadcast has started." And in my mind I know, "Oh, the race hasn't actually started," but I'm like, "What the hell? Like they don't start half an hour early?" I didn't know what was on NBC. I don't ever watch the the television. I watch on Peacock, but I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." Nobody knew about that. I didn't care because I knew the racing wasn't started, but I jumped on Peacock found out what it was and I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, okay. This yeah, is, this it's is fucking fun. dumb. Like, this it's is a fun. terrible look. That is, It makes us look dumb. Uh-huh. We're not, which once again, why I will say, <clears throat> just go look at the way the GPs do thing with MXGP TV. That's professional. The way we do shit over here makes no sense.
2: This works right back into my, we should stream it for free on YouTube. Yeah. We would get a gazillion more people watching.
3: Or we just, you know, Feld or whoever. Yeah, you
2: wouldn't make that kind of money at all.
4: The TV program, the TV package, is the number one draw for the whole, for the whole uh, racing circuit. So, like for example, uh, hockey just got re-signed with TNT, and it was like six hundred and fifty million dollars, something like that. Like that's not just fucking oh, let's just do it for free. Like that's the number one uh, the money draw, right? So it, who's to getting do it? a free YouTube thing? One doesn't put it on cable TV. Doesn't put it on standard stations like a lot of the people watch it on. Wa- right. oh, who man, watches it, it on here. standard? Who watches it on
2: standard TV anymore, Tom? Me. Well, <laughs> whatever,
4: NBC Sports is just basically cable or whatever.
2: I know, but if they were saying, "Hey, we're going to stream it on I'm YouTube," paying
4: these assholes 150 or whatever a month, I'm not paying for fucking Peacock and dumb TV, anyways.
3: Yeah. What I think they should do is I don't know if it has to be Feld, AMA, whoever. But they need to do what the MXGP TV does, and they uh, they just actually change sponsors. I can't remember who it was. It used to be... Um, oh, God. now nah, Brain fade. Anyways, do it like them. You pay for the whole season pass. It's like 110 bucks. You get fucking content from the pits. You get access to their magazine that they do, their preseason stuff, their pit reporting on Friday, track walk. You get all these different interviews with people. You get all of the practices and qualifyings on Saturday. You get all the motos, you get all the updates, everything, everything is literally included with this one package. You don't have to buy this package and then buy for another package and then buy for another package. I think that's what we need to do. I don't know who would be through because you'd have to find a, a second sponsor that would like a media company and do it through that and then to say to hell with all these other companies and that'd be, that'd be your solution. Now, I know that it's not just that easy as me saying it, but MXGP TV, which used to be MX Life TV, has been doing it for a long fucking time. And they're not just doing it from yep. America. They're doing it all over the fucking world. So obviously they know what they yeah. figured something out that us over here have not. Yeah. This is not a bash out America thing, but they're not it's not like they're that much smarter than our people over here. We can do it. Nobody's just fucking, you know There's too many
2: politics over here. For which it. is which is ridiculous. You go over I like
4: there. the premium content part of that. Oh, dude. So like the so I haven't I haven't watched the NASCAR part of it yet, but I'm aware that there's like team specific shit where you can listen to the radios and like all that kind of stuff to be like kind of almost in the pit yeah. with them and, and and watch it from their point of view. And I love the idea of being able to do that. Yeah. Especially once the once the sport gets to where there's in helmet communications, like in helmet comms, will be a huge part of that. bringing in content. Kevin Moran's eighty five will have a ton of content for his premium shit when he's when you're listening to whatever his mechanic is next year talking through the through the radio to him. Like that would be a big thing.
3: Like, for instance, the MXGP TV, and I know that some people have a hard time doing this because it is a lot, but like when you buy their package and they do like their European series, because some weekends they have EMX one twenty five and two fifty, sometimes it's EMX two stroke and women's or whatever, and then MX one, MX two. You literally can sit there and you can watch a whole Days worth of content, nonstop, back to back to back. like I bought the pass last year, and there were weekends where I had nothing going on. That's all I did was just watch the like you're literally just watching racing. Now, obviously, there's people that have shit going on; and it's hard to do. But that's the point. Oh, is is that people are like, oh, 110 bucks? That's a lot, and it's like, no, dude, their content no. is ten times the shit we have over here. Yes, like when we do outdoors, like I don't know if you guys saw, but like so we always got the second time practice for outdoors through gold. Now they're saying you get to do. We're going to see the practices, the final qualifying session, and even the consies. Hmm. That's what they're claiming. I don't know if that's going to happen. If that happens, then yeah, that's a little bit of an upgrade from what we got last year where we got two practice sessions. Yep. But if they can figure it out over there and they've been doing it for 15 plus years or whatever it's been, we can sure shit do it over here. Well, this is what I'm talking about. I mean,
2: YouTube is just the outlet that I think we should be using. Yeah. But... There is other, there's other stuff. Too. But you know, they they want to grow the sport. Okay, cool. You're not growing the sport doing what we're doing right now. No, not what, at all. Y- you guys know what the numbers are for TV viewership for this year. Well, I'm That'd just saying generally. roof, right? I'm just saying generally. No, I know last year they did really well. I'd I don't know the numbers
4: through the roof because I know more people that ride now than ever. What? Give
2: give me your through the roof number. How many people watch the show? According to the numbers... Every night? T- on TV. The race. I don't know. I don't know. Be because,
3: I, I because I don't know because they do things differently. They have like the ratings thing. They they say,
2: they say explain it different than just a, a number. The last thing I heard was roughly 300,000 people per race. What was it last year? I, I don't know exactly. I don't JT Money claims that it was stupid high last year. I, I've heard... <clears throat> the the stupid high races where we get I heard I heard the biggest number that we have ever had was a race that was okay. on like after the Kentucky Derby or something. Which the Kentucky Derby was this weekend, and it oh. was a million people we had. That was probably the
3: East Rutherford thing a couple years ago. Could have been f- when there was the first day. Could have been not uh, sure. Oh yeah,
2: but okay. So our top you know, the
4: first one that popped into my mind was Atlanta when when Chad Reed.
2: Oh, so, Chad, let uh, Stew. Into, into yep. the role, that's
4: the first one that came to mind. <laughs> yep.
2: But anyway, so our top numbers are what? A million views. See, and here's the funny thing is, is
3: we went about this with the motocross, supercross thing, which is why I still believe motocross will never go away, because with supercross is competing with a lot of different shit. Yeah. Whereas motocross, when that's on, they're not competing with a lot of stuff. So they're just looking at it as a number. And if they get 100,000 people, they're like, hey, yeah. that's good. Whereas Supercross, it's funny because we keep talking about Supercross, Motocross, and Motocross going away. I would honestly see Supercross getting the boot before Moto because they have a bigger number to fill than
2: Motocross does. I'm just saying, how much could we boost that number or something? Let me,
4: let me be straight up. I want to get this off my chest. It's been on there for a long time. I think that having the races live is great, but I think that having Motocross being live at like 1 p.m. on a Saturday through the summer. Is trash. I think that it's good to have it live, but I think that you need to have a prime time kind of spot for it because yes, watch. Yep. I've been in this a long time, and half of them I get because it's the fucking one o'clock on a Saturday. See, yep. are, you,
3: are you saying on a Sunday then? Tom, are you saying moving well, it to most Sunday?
4: The regular day is, is irrelevant to me. I'm saying have a prime time spot for it. It's nice well, to have it live. Maybe you do pull. Well,
3: they have it. when they have it, well, they have it on NBC though, on
4: a Saturday not doing anybody any favors.
3: When they have it on NBC though for the television at the three o'clock four o'clock spot i think that's the best you're ever going to get because obviously we we all know that they're never going to change the times around for an outdoor race it's always the first race is always going to kick off at one o'clock sometimes it used to kick off at noon that was for Except special for
4: thunder valley one right? yeah back in
3: the day those are special considerations but like i get what you're saying but like i just I, I everybody wants to talk about how much bigger supercross is than outdoors and we know it is but Outdoors, in my opinion, will never go away for that reason because their number is not as big to fill. Because like you just said, Saturday it's really hard. People got shit going on. It's summer. You want to be either go ride with your buddies. You want to go on the lake drinking. You want to do whatever. But their number is not as big because they're their not F- competing.
4: Yeah, fans are right out riding.
3: Yeah. They're not, but I also think that's why this whole on-demand thing is great because I know the same thing. A bunch of people go out ride. Dude, I get home. The race is archived in an hour. Yep. I get to watch them afterwards.
2: I mean, say I, I, I agree with what Tom's saying there of I do too. There should be a there should be a live option like we have for us hardcore guys that are sitting down to watch it on a Saturday. Yep. But I think if you want to grow the sport, you need to put it on a primetime spot on a Saturday there and just do it as a recording. Like when it's on TV, it should be a recorded deal and in a primetime spot when we're trying to watch it live because of it's one o'clock in the afternoon on saturday then yes that needs to be streamed for us hardcore fans yes i mean i'm gonna be real honest with you like for the last couple years i've always i haven't had weekends off i've always had to work weekends
3: so now on my schedule change i get weekends off now and you know this may sound this may sound sad to people though but like for me this this summer on Saturdays, I'm actually fucking looking forward to being able to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and like I said, I, I, I for me, I guess I'm a little bit different than some people because they, you know, hey, we don't need to watch it live, whatever. But like for me, I'm fucking looking forward to it though. Like I, I love it. I, I love the fact yeah, that live's great. I'm I'm getting like this summer. I'm gonna get to watch the races live. I don't gotta fucking wait. I don't know if I'm gonna not get to watch it. And my point's a little bit—it's kind of going off, but it's like for me, I just—I'm looking forward to that. But I do agree with what you guys are saying. If you're going to record it, but what time are you guys like looking at? Are you guys looking at like a six o'clock, seven o'clock thing? Because uh-huh. what is prime time anymore on Saturdays when a lot of people don't even watch TV anymore? Like, what is the prime time? Eight o'clock. Dinner now. time. What's that? Dinner time. Dinner time. Yep. So like. That's when you want to be. A, that's when you want it to be on TV, especially
4: because it's a two-hour or two-and-a-half-hour program. It's like a hockey game, baseball game, all yeah. that stuff. Most of the people, they go out and fuck around during the day, whether it's rural or in the city or whatever. Yep. And they go home for dinner or they're at the restaurant for dinner and then, then the race is on. So most of the time through the summer around here, there's not a whole lot on. So, like, for, no. me, for us growing up on the farm, like, you come in and, like, 60 minutes is the only thing on TV. Like, that sucks, right? We'll put on the super that was on earlier in the day. Yep. Put a replay of it later on without a lot of the thriller bullshit in the meantime. You can condense it down to it two hour show and then all of a sudden you're seeing 10 times the fucking people that would normally have not seen it at all because they would have been out during the day
2: yep
3: Hey, at least it's not like the old days and the shit we grew up on with Speed World where you'd fucking yeah. have the race and then you wouldn't see the race till the week later. Yeah. And then fucking you'd only get to see like <laughs> 10 minutes of the fucking race and you saw Cameron Steele's face more than you did anything else.
2: A 20-minute tw- main event and we'd have three <laughs> commercial breaks. Bro, I'll
3: tell you what. We can sit up here and we can bitch and we can do this and that and we all have we have valid claims Co- of what we're talking about. Coverage
2: is much better than you
3: but let's Yeah, let's sit up and be real, though. The kids nowadays, if I ever hear a kid saying, oh, this coverage sucks, I'm going to slap the fuck out of him. So, like, bro, I grew up in the '90s when shit like you barely even got to see it. Yep. You'd be like, you'd have a race on, like, man. Yeah. I remember the days of when Supercross Live. You know what Supercross Live was? Oh, Supercross man. Live was listening to Jim Holly talk, like, yes. cover the race. Or I used to tune into the outdoor stuff when Rob Bitus was calling the shit over the internet. There was oh, no man. video coverage. Like, I remember listening to the famous and uh, the famous race in High Point when Stu and Ricky were battling. And uh, Stu went down on the step-down double behind the start. And fucking I'm sitting there listening to him. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't get to see it till a week later. I I I had to watch it on OLN. (laughs) God, I remember (laughs) OLN. OLN, wow. God. Hey, David
2: Pingree, though, did a fantastic job calling those races on OLN. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, all right, boys. We've been at this for almost three hours now. I got to take a fucking massive leak. So let's wrap this shit up. So, all right, Supercross is done. Hey,
4: nice season. That was a good, that was a good uh, Supercross season.
2: Yep. Tom, are you going to come on for the outdoor preview shows, or are you going to be too busy? He's going to Scottsdale. When is
3: it? When we're doing the outdoor? Well, we're going to split them up. We're going to do 250s one weekend and 450s the next, but we're going to we're going to have Coach Rob on. We're going to try to get Kev on. I'm going to call up Mitchell, see if he can come okay. on. We're going to call up some other people. Maybe we we'll see if we can get Bobby Piazza, Matt Hubert, all those guys. That's
4: sounds a good thing. I, I and Dickhead uh, Cole I be interested for sure. Uh, even more so, I might have my one twenty five ready to rock before then, so I'm gonna come out there. I really should pull a green, like my Z fifty or something. That way, I can ride with Travis and only have to lap him a couple times or something.
2: That a boy. <laughs> that <off>. a boy. <laughs> hey, bro, I got, I got a, I got, a, I, got a, I got a, I got a freshy. I got a freshy one ten. You can rip. <laughs> That's all right. I'll let we you. Gotta
4: re- put a, we got put that little mini track at your house. Uh, we got to freshen it up with some actual
2: jumps and shit. I got it fresh, bro. It's rolling.
3: Tom, do you still have the uh, the the famous uh, the famous DRZ pit bike from back in the day, or no?
2: I do,
4: and it's it's one of the two bikes I'm building right
3: now. Oh, and, uh, Tom, you need to get that. Tom well, was a pit so, bike.
4: Well, I I blew it up.
3: Tom was a pit bike machine back yeah, in the day. But, Back in the day at the Nationals, when they would do on Saturday nights, they would do pit They would do the pit bike Nationals. Yeah, yeah. Tom was a part of that. That a boy. Oh dude, it was great. Red Bud, you go on the night track. A lot of fun. Hmm. God, I miss those days, man. Good
4: thing you bring this up right now, because uh, that DRZ we're talking about the last time I rode it was in Steel City, uh, maybe like 2011. So I I went to Steel City for Verb. I think it was at the time. Was either I was with Verb. Or I was wrenching for Preston Mall. I forget which of the the two. I brought my pit bike to race the night before because I was in the points for the pit bike or championship or whatever. And I had raced Southwick the week before where it was like the the year that they had like the hurricane. And it was like still hurricane during the race.
3: Talk about when Matt Gerke won a moto.
4: (laughs) I don't remember that part, but I know that I was wide open and sucked a bunch of sand because it was literally monsooning at Southwick. So I went home. I kind of freshened it up a little bit, and I went to the next weekend. I went to uh, Steel City for the national, and I'm going down to the to the line for the pit bike moto, and I and I realized oh shit, I forgot my gas can. <laughs> so I'm coasting down there, and right right next to where I ran out of gas is pitted number one seventy five Cooper Webb on nah. a Honda one fifty, <laughs> and he gave me some of his renegade gas. And I
2: made it one lap, and it blew up. <laughs> oh, there was
3: a little bit of oxygen in that. <laughs> yeah. Our new
4: champion, our new number two, our new two-time champion. The last time I rode that bike was with his gas, and blew it
3: up. You should, uh, you should, I'm to it. You should hit him up and be like, "Hey, man, I know you got all that money. You should give me a little bit of uh, a little bit of payback for that. That's some bullshit. I blame you." <laughs> yeah, Travis. Though uh, back I when they totally did the cool pit bike stuff, you,
4: that's that's some stuff that he probably doesn't even have any idea who i am now which is for me to think back on that it's uh it's fun because i'm sure i'm proud to see guys like him that end up making a long career out of it
3: back when they used the pit bike stuff travis they would have part of the pit bike national mm-hmm. on the actual southwick outdoor track that's awesome do you imagine riding a no,
2: no i'm out <laughs> i'm out completely out
3: <laughs> oh boy willie browning though he was all in
2: oh yeah <laughs> willie b i've got i've got that's some my guy. Soft sections out back now because yeah. I uh took some sod that the old man brought back, some sod and top dirt, mixed it in. Yeah. And it gets pretty soft back there in the woods where it stays moist too. Yeah. And uh yeah, no, I'm I'm out on anything soft with a bite. Yeah.
3: And these these were even back in the day when uh, Southwick was
2: Southwick. It wasn't that bullshit hard pack sand it is now. Yeah when it was beach surfing. It's so fun. Oh, all right. Well, like I said, boys, let's wrap this up. So once again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode 167, wrapping up the 2021 Supercross titles. Uh, Congratulations again to our title winners there, Justin Cooper. No, just Colt Nichols, Colt and, Cooper Nichols, and, just Cooper Nichols and Cooper Webb. <laughs> just Colt
3: Nichols and Cooper Webb. Just Colt Nichols
2: and Cooper Webb. Tom, thanks for coming on. Thanks, buddy. Cole, fuck you for not picking up. Cole, piece you of suck. Shit uh kevin thanks again for coming on thanks everyone for watching uh comment down below with your thoughts on anything we were talking about if you made it all the way through you are a fucking true iron man and a patriot you're my champion yes um so thanks for tuning in we will be back um here we're really not taking a break i guess between now and outdoors because we have outdoor preview shows to do
3: those are the fun ones god, uh,
2: and we have some other things that we need to do so yeah so we will we will be back every week here between now and outdoors so everyone enjoy your time off go ride I'm going to go shred and, the gnar uh, oh god oh god
0: Oh shit
2: go play some hockey or something thanks to our sponsors I might
0: ride too shit first time in a few years
2: that up boy thanks to our sponsors uh, new, new one BC Pizza thanks to uh, thanks to TLR Coatings thanks to Premier Custom Trailers jt cycle and the dirt bike depot we'll see everyone next week for our first outdoor preview show later